If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Podiskew Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hi, I'm Shannon. I'm Jamie. We're Married with Television, marriedwithtv.com. We are a couple of Hollywood normies on the outskirts of the film and TV industry, and we talk about our favorite TV shows, music, and movies, and sometimes they talk back to us. Sometimes they do. Our podcast is Married with Television, one word, on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Possibly Amazon soon. And we are a proud member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Married with TV. MarriedwithTV.com. Skew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my head roll like mate, Rico. What's up, man? Happy holidays, motherfucker. Week one of Christmas is over, dude. We oh, we had so much fun on Get Vocal this first week. I swear to God, dude, this that game that we play and we finally did it publicly was so much fucking fun. I really had a good I'm, time. It was one of my favorite Get Vocals. What? I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad yeah. you liked it. You want to do a quick round? No, 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 my brain my brain still hurts from Friday. Um, but no, we'll definitely play it again. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to our Christmas uh or excuse me, our New Year's well Christmas episode as well, but our New Year's Eve episode to because I have a feeling we'll get through the bloopers pretty early, so maybe a good opportunity to play that there too. Um but the other thing I wanted to um announce and I think if we actually I think I announced it already last time, but I wanted to push it again is we are going to be live new excuse eve on get vocal 10 30 to 12 30 eastern on new year's eve we're also going to be live on christmas day our normal get vocal time 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific um and so we'll be around for both holidays um and if you're into the holidays we just and by the time you hear this all been out for about a week now but uh, we just put out our Christmas t-shirt. So if you like uh, Christmas swag and you like Pot Askew, fucking go buy a Pot Askew Christmas t-shirt. Yeah, I'm, I, every time I think of our Christmas swag, I'm always reminded of the episode, like the first Christmas one we did called Yuletide Yuck Yucks. Yeah. I feel like we need to put that somewhere on our merch for Christmas, like Yuletide Yuck Yucks. Pot yeah, well, for, see, see, the, the thing with the Christmas shirt we have now is that what we got done was done for free. So if you want to yes. pay Logo Mike to write that out in our lo- in our font, you go right ahead. <laughs> I think uh, my payment is I'll have him when he comes on Get Vocal again. I'll just let him win. Let him win when, they, yeah. when we do the game. I'll just be like, oh yeah, sure. Mark Ruffalo was totally in that movie. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
we actually were talking about the game on uh, Mark's stream yesterday, and you know, we the, we there was some pushback about the stream that I'm not going to get into who and where and all that. But we were talking about it, and there was one thing that Mark agreed with that person on. If we said no Frank Welker for Transformers, you shouldn't have been allowed James Earl Jones for Star Wars. And I, I still kind of agree. But I was no, I was willing to go. Uh well, yeah, all right, that's fair. Because I was like, I I thought we I was gonna try and do Frank Welker. I no, I think what I said was is no animation. No right, animated but, films, but but Frank Welker technically voiced Optimus in the live-action Transformer, so if you really want to get technical, then it's a voice—it's a voice actor, but it's not animation. I, I think live-action films with a voiceover is acceptable. Well, but so, but that's it, that's the point, though. Frank Welker's a live voiceover on the live-action Transformers. He, right. I would. I was going to accept Frank Welker. I didn't uh, say no. No, no you're the. I watched the VOD back myself because I wanted to just see how we did and and. Uh, yeah, we got we both were like no to the Frank Wilker. So it's not a big deal. But anyway, it's just a just a fun little thing. But Alright, well then I'll I'll establish this now. No fucking voiceovers. No animation, no voiceovers. <laughs> no voiceovers, just, no animation. I, so no James Earl Jones and Darth as Darth Vader. You can't yep, do it. Yep. Um no, so, no. <laughs> no. Um before we get into things proper, you watched the holiday special this past week, yeah? The the Lego holiday special. Yeah, the the, the, the new one. one. I I fucking loved it, dude. I thought it was I fucking awesome. I loved it too. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, you know what it reminded me of? It made me think of what like if if Star Wars did the End Game thing. Like oh, it's totally what it is. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of was like because I had heard rumors of doing like because I thought there was going to be time travel shit in the Last Jedi. And that was purely because of the fact I'm like, dude, Ryan Johnson made Looper, which was all time travel. I'm like, that'd be awesome to have like time travel through the force. If the force is all knowing and expanding and, and blah, 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 it, you could fucking throw time travelers somewhere in there. And you don't have to just resort to force ghosts to communicate with the past. You can, and, and then I'm watching it. I'm kind of like, if, if, if we saw this, like if rise of Skywalker was time travel and Ray's fucking mingling with young Mark Hamill's Luke and blah, blah, blah. It would work, but I can also see a lot of people being like, that was hokey as fuck. And I'm like, well, it worked for the Marvel. Like, I don't Yeah, I don't right. Know. Um, did you, did they you. Just, they just did Back to the Future. Moo, 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 moo. <laughs> did you, did you happen to look at the cast list? No. Okay. We don't have time to get into all of it because we have a guest that's coming on today, but I will quickly say that like i honestly thought they might have gotten hamill to come back and and be luke and they did not they did not i i did hear that he was not and he actually said because i wasn't asked well like, that was that was dumb and it even made even more dumb wait by this anthony daniels does do c3po on that thing and even more so billy d williams does lando calrissian I let me let me add this. Billy D. Williams was playing the version of Lando you saw in Rise of Skywalker, older. So that makes sense. Sure. Anthony Daniels has never fucking ever sounded sure. any different. Sure. Mark Hamill, unfortunately, does not have the same voice that he did uh in he, Return he's of the Jedi. Talented enough though, I think he could have done it. He 
Look, by his own volition, uh, doing the Joker over the years has fucked up his vocal cords. No, like, well, you, you, no joke. That's yeah. why he kept saying, I can't do the Joker anymore. It's fucking up my voice. It's killing me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But all right. Um, Well, they should have asked me. I would have done a fucking young Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, we, as I mentioned, we do have a guest, guest coming on today. Um, You, you. You were the one that championed and, and and pulled this guest in. Not that I had any of the objection, of course. But so, do you want to lay the lay it out before we introduce her? Um, when CJ and I met on the world of Kevin, the world of Kevin Smith Facebook fan group, there was another person uh, named Laura. Uh, I think Dobbert. just okay. I didn't know if she wanted her full name. I, I asked her ahead of time. She oh, okay. Laura, Laura Doberstein, but I was trying to remember if it was Doberstein or Doberstein. It's Doberstein. Doberstein, um, yeah. And, and Steen, not Stein, is what she established. <laughs> um, but uh, and I always kind of gravitated towards her posts, and her, I felt like she was treated unfairly a lot on yeah, the world of Yeah, I, I wasn't as aware of it, but you pointed it out to me, not in a in a eh, kind of way, but like, a, hey, no, did you see like, this? No, it was like, isn't this yeah. fucked up? Look at this. Like, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and this is sort of a fall. This is a uh, follow up to the Lilu Multiprops uh, episode, the two part episode that we did, where we did talk about good fandom and bad fandom, the yeah. toxicity in all fandoms, Star yeah. Wars, Star Trek, and including Kevin Smith. And I didn't name her explicitly, but I did allude to her. You because... did. I remember you told you and... told the story without using names. Is what you did, right? Yeah. And now I've added her name, so now we all know who the fuck <laughs> it was. Her. Uh, that's all but, right though i think at this point but yeah it's it's been over a year Who gives a shit? yeah I, I felt God, like it has was, hasn't it jesus Christ. yeah i felt like she had followed the rules and was still getting a bunch of shit for it and yeah. i don't like bullies and i felt no. like it was a no. it was a good acknowledgement that kevin smith fans tend to say oh we're you know we're a great supportive community I'm like yeah but we're kind of dicks too and i actually mentioned this to her when i did a test skype call with her last night i said kevin smith fans yell at each other when it has nothing to do with the fandom like star wars fans will argue with each other about last jedi and rise of skywalker and shit like that or who shot first han or greedo star trek fans walking dead fans they can which, they have their fights and arguments in the subject which by the way just going back to the holiday special for like two seconds because I know we have to get her on. Um, when you had old Han sitting next to young Han and the one says to the other, do you want to shoot first? I thought was fucking hysterical. I thought having Greedo shove and go, McClunky was fucking funny as shit too. That also was, but I, I loved, yeah, there were, there were a lot of parts. So maybe we'll deep dive that on another time before the holiday's up, but yeah. But my follow-up to it is that uh, Kevin Smith fans fight over shit that has nothing to do with the Kevin Smith yeah. thing. Um, but anyways, let's let's uh, let's get this goddamn good time over with. All right, we'll get Laura on here. Okay, so we have Laura with us now. And Laura, first off, thank you so much for joining us on Potescue today. Hey, no way. Thanks for having me. I'm really stoked to be here. No, no problem. <laughs> like, I, I, ha- I have to ask. You're my first. Uh, what, oh, I was that's what you beat me to it. I was just about to ask you if we were your first <laughs> podcast. So yeah, um, well, 
glad um I, I hate to phrase it this way, but I'm glad we could pop your cherry. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, the threesome even nice. <laughs> that's the only a time Laura's sandwich. <laughs> the only time Rico and I will be in a threesome together. Um <laughs> or referred to that way anyway. But um <laughs> so uh, but no, thank you for joining us. I know Rico Rico has been talking to me about wanting to have you on for a while now about various topics, not just um, some of the serious stuff I know he wants to get into, but some of the fun, too. So we're going to hopefully have a lot of fun and also hopefully be a little uh, educational and informative. I think that's kind of the goal for today. And so what we're here for is we're going to talk shit about Chris McDonald for like the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, basically it's just shit on Chris. No, um, and then we're going to have him on next week and he could do the other way. We're like, all right, so it. Laura yeah. talks some shit about you. It's going to end up this, this battle. Yeah. Artists. Yeah. Yep. We're going to post it on Ewoks, which is going to be great. You'd be like, here's my <laughs> argument. Here's his argument. <laughs> and we're just going to sit back and rake in the listeners. Um, no, uh, I'll get to the side, though. So I guess based on where we know you from, my, my first question for you is how how did you become what, – what drew you to Kevin Smith? How did you become a fan of the man himself? <laughs> the truth? Yeah. The truth is that I, I thought he was hot. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I know, that. right? I know. Blunt. Um, anyway, so, yeah, like uh, back in – college i think it was yeah it had been college i had seen mall rats and i was instantly like who is silent bob he is cute i like him <laughs> and uh and then later on i found out he was a director and then i found out about you know the skew board and all that good stuff and it just sort of blossomed from there so for it started out as a crush uh, it really cliche fangirl crush <laughs> There's not no hey the, you know, blossom from there though I respect the guy now like way more oh sure but I mean I, Rico and I've talked about many movies where he's like why do you like that movie I'm like oh you know that one female actor yeah that that's why I watched that movie so it <laughs> happened all no no don't worry I about candy. that exactly I, um, I think when I saw Wild Things when I was five I hit puberty <laughs> I haven't seen that so I. It's me to it. Nev Campbell, Denise Richards, CJ, watch Wild Things. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Um All right, so you you said you saw Mall Rats in college and and that you know, obviously you said like started off as a crush, but then you became more aware of the man more than, than the 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 person you know what I mean? Like you got to know him. So yeah. um Exactly. So what yeah, I, I guess like hearing about him just being a good guy. Yeah. You know, and uh and uh, the way he treated his fans, the way he was actually talked to his fans on the, the VOSQ board and stuff, it was just like, this guy's different. He's not like all these other Hollywood people that I've seen in the past. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I, it just became, I, I don't know. He'd probably call it infatuation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it went from there. And, well, I, you know, now I follow his family and I follow all his friends and, you know. It's it's the whole world. No, we we understand. We're we're obviously uh, very much inspired by him with the name of the show, and and you know we've we've had the pleasure of actually interviewing some of the people in his world. Uh, We we spoke to Ernie O'Donnell about two months ago for a couple hours, and he was one of the nicest motherfuckers we've ever spoke to. So I mean, 
and 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 played and played along to um we've had other interviews and I'm not going to go specifically and not not even just in the world Kevin's world but just in, in general where it's been very radio you know you ask a question they give you an answer you know you move on right and and Ernie mm-hmm. and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that cuz you still get a good interview out of it we certainly didn't get any bad ones but Ernie Ernie played along with the with the way the show works and like you know Ernie's a huge horror fan and Rico took an opportunity to point out that I'm not and so it just <laughs> devolved from there and but in a good way that it was very you know laid back and I think that natural yeah exactly and I think that um ties into to Kevin in the he, that's the kind of people he tends to circle himself with. You know what I mean? People that are like that. They're not They're not real uppity and uptight, you know. And, I mean, I think the most... Yeah, right. The, the most... And I'm using this word very loosely, but the most uptight one in that circle would probably be Ralph. And even that's not exactly the best way to... But he's the one that gets the most, like, <laughs> aggro about stuff, I think, you know. And that even might... That's probably more for show anyway. Like, behind the scenes, he probably doesn't give a fuck. But... <laughs> Did, did you guys <laughs> right, see yeah. the thing that I tweeted today? Uh, which thing? I, oh, the pet heads? Yeah, yeah. I, I legit saw a fucking shampoo. It says, I love, I heart pet head. And it's a, a, a pet <laughs> shampoo. And I was like, are these motherfuckers serious? Like, I love pet head? And I sent <laughs> that even to... I, I sent that to Kevin and Ralph. And I'm like, tell me you fuckers have seen this. <laughs> and I haven't got a response because I, I, I don't know. They got other shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if I recall. That's funny, though. I've not seen that. Because <laughs> well, if, if I recall from our conversations with Eddie Pence, I think he's recording the Ralph report as we speak. So that's probably what he's doing. Mm. So, um. Because we, we've had Eddie on twice, too. And he's he's so much fun to talk to. Yeah. Um. Like but it. yeah, Rico. I was you... related to Eddie. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. What's I that? say those dumb things every now and then. So I always related to Eddie. Like yeah. I, I say those dumb things every now and then that I'm like, you know, uh, and I can't think of any examples, of course, but, uh, you know, just something dumb that I'm like, yeah, that was silly. I said that. And, you know, just kind of own it and, and move on with it. But everybody oh. else just keeps coming back. Laura, we say dumb stuff for two hours a week every week. That's how we have a show. So, like, I, I get technically, it. Technically, we do it for four hours a week since we do get vocal. It's true. I, yeah, now that we have the live stream, I keep forgetting about that. Um, but, yeah, Rico, I know you had some stuff you wanted to, add, to bring up, too. So, Well, I mean, look, this doesn't have to be a fucking thing. This could just no, be a I, conversation. But, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I, to start out, like, semi-serious i i was aware of laura just sort of become like i i I related to her because i felt like she was following the rules on a certain facebook group and then was getting chastised for it and i mean and look laura you you're a very vocal person about whatever (laughs) you think is true to your heart whether it's religion politics 
mental health, you have always been consistently honest. And I've always kind of liked that because I try to do the same thing. Um, Thank you so much. I think absolutely, and I think it was. We also kind of bonded over atheism. Mm. And yeah, <laughs> it's nice to find other atheists you can, you know, whine with, <laughs> complain about things. Well, and CJ was me, raised get Catholic my point. too. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, well, and I was raised Catholic, so there's, you know, the, yeah, there's that whole thing. I haven't fully <laughs> crossed the line to atheism. I'm probably more in that agnostic world and hang out there. But you know, it's it is what it is. I don't. I don't. But Enrico will tell you, like, I'm not that person to go, well, because I don't go fully across the line that I think bad things about you or him or anyone else, because who the fuck am I? Like, you know what I mean? That's all I Yeah. Agnosticism is just an atheist who hasn't committed, as far as I'm concerned. Atheist light (laughs) is what I am. Yeah, it's atheist light. The the religious world. Yeah. Yeah. So... Agnostics uh, are just the the Miller Light of the religious beers. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I I said Miller Light specifically for you. I, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of felt like like I had alluded to Laura on another episode, uh, way back when when we were talking about fandoms and how. Kevin Smith's fandoms are usually regarded as like the nicest fandom at fan groups and everything. And I'm like, yeah, no dude, they're kind of fucking awful too. Like it just kind of goes to show that even though Kevin Smith's a really nice guy and we all like a really nice guy, we are all not always nice. And, and I felt Very like it, were, it was injustice because you were following the rules to a certain degree and getting shit for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's essentially what happened is like, I mean, I, it's, it's, it is a complicated subject, and I keep getting accused of bringing it back up. Um, but usually it's, She did you know, not bring it up. I brought yeah, it up. Yeah, we, we brought it up this I'm, time, so it's it's our well, fault, right. not not Lars. Right, so. right, no, it's all good. I don't mind. I feel like I could finally kind of clear the air maybe a little bit. Um, That's kind of you know, the like goal. I loved, yeah, yeah. So basically, I, you know, I really I loved working at Twalks, like being admin. On that, am I allowed to talk about the group name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where that's okay. where Rico and I met. So I mean, that's how this show oh, okay. came to be. If it wasn't for that page, this show doesn't exist. Is so. it really? We've never. I did not know that. We've never met. We've never you met. You guys never met. No, and we've. Ha. And we've only been friends. That's awesome. We've only been friends since a week before we started doing Potescue, and that'll be three. Oh my gosh. That'll be three years in May. So. Oh my gosh! Congratulations, you guys. I Thank had no you. idea that yeah. like you guys met on Fox and all that. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> At least one fucking good thing came from it. <laughs> right, right. Oh, come on. It it really it's not a bad place. No, you know no, it's just it's... a big place, and it's really hard to keep control of. And I totally get that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was just following the rules though, and and I think uh, Rob was kind of just looking for a place to place blame for. Uh, for the numbers were falling, like we were losing members for whatever reason. And Facebook had been kicking people. And, uh, Hmm. there, there was a lot of like drama with that one meme from clerks Two, with, uh, Randall going on about, you know, you tell me what I can say as a white person kind of thing. I I forget how it goes, Hmm. but either way it's racist and people flag it. And so we're like, don't post it. And then people are like, what about my first amendment rights? And, 
me being me, I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like, you have the right to post this. We also have the right to say no. Like, exactly. you, you can't handle the fucking repercussions, then don't get buttered. Basically. Right, exactly. And Facebook has the right to shut us all down if they want to, because they don't like it. That's, you know, I don't like it, but they can do that, but they can. And that's just, that's how it goes. Yeah. That's freedom. <laughs> I mean, if you but, go into a restaurant and you say fuck at the top of your lungs, they're not going to, they're not going to want to serve you. you right. Know, you have the yeah. right to free speech, but you got to leave, motherfucker. Right. Like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, don't you, shit where you eat and don't, don't. <laughs> shit where you post is really exactly. how it is. don't exactly. eat your shit i don't know i just i wanted to add to this you know so. yes Potter go ask says, <laughs> well you can go ask the mouth but you, it's not someone that you want to wake up with in the morning no. <laughs> that's that's true so uh, true <laughs> okay but anyway um so yeah i mean i i think he was just sort of looking for somebody to blame and i was causing drama in their eyes in his eyes by I had shut down the comments on somebody who was like, uh, message me for details on how to buy my item. You know, it wasn't technically, hey, you can buy my item here. It was in private messages, but it was still technically selling stuff. Mm. And that was against the rules. And so I had just shut down the comments and said, hey, you can't sell here. But the person complained and felt like that was drama and was blaming me for driving people away. And that needed to be nicer to the to the other to the group members. And I was completely unaware of anybody ever making any complaints about me up to that point completely unaware no nobody ever told me anything i like i'd had some run-ins with a couple of the other admins but like that was completely like between us it wasn't on the group at all so you know and stuff happening on my own page shouldn't affect the group either Mm -mm. but it did (laughs) so um but yeah, so that's kind of how that ended. I did not want to go. I wanted to stay. I really loved working there. I loved building that community. You know, I made the name tags for people. I, I did it all out of pocket. Too. I remember I that. I, kind of money. I remember the the name tags. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I stole Ming's idea. That was all Ming's thing, and I stole that from him. Well, in my <laughs> eyes, steal whatever you want from Ming, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll make but our yeah. own goddamn Ming Dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Merciless Ming. Yes. Well, I, yeah, and, and <laughs> the, the the problem is that when you when you get it, here's the thing, and, and so Laura, I don't know how much you've. Um, well, I should ask you this, and I'm gonna get off topic for a very brief period, and then we'll come right back to it. But have you have you listened to Potterskew? Uh, once or twice in the past. Yeah, I listened okay. to you guys that uh, you did a reading of a script. Batman. Right? Oh, the Batman Alone. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That, that oh, thank you so much. There it is. Yeah. That that one <laughs> I love it. That one almost killed me, but that's okay. We won't get into that one. Um <laughs> only cuz we've gotten into it ad nauseum in previous uh episodes, but um <laughs> no, I asked because you're familiar with Ashley from Lilu Multiprops, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, that was awesome. We had Ashley and her husband Joe on a while back, and we had a conversation about fandom. Actually, we had two. We ended up, it ended up being a two-parter because the the first conversation went so well. We were like, "There's this whole other area we haven't even gotten to yet," so we broke it off and made it a second episode. And I also got sick, if I remember correctly. Uh, for no, you were sick for the first one, I believe. 
Was it the first? No, the second one. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Think, there was one matter. that I ended up doing by myself, yes, because Rico was sick. But anyway, the, the point, though, is we got into a conversation about fandom and, and the difference between fandom, excessive fandom, and then toxic fandom because there's definitely those three different levels there when you get to fandom you know what i mean definitely yeah um yeah. and the one thing i noticed from the world of kevin smith group and and i also want to put out to anyone from that group that not even admins but just people that are members that are listening this you know laura made a joke but this is really not us here to shit on the group in any capacity we're just but these are interactions that we've all had dealing right. with them yeah so, no i never i I never wanted anybody to do anything on my behalf yeah. in that group, like troll the group or any of that stuff. You know, I felt hurt, but I never wanted to take it out on the group because that was never my sure. – yeah, it was never my intention. Yeah, no, but, this is not at all trying to yeah. slam the world of Kevin Smith. We no. are very grateful for the world of Kevin Smith because that's how CGI mm -hmm. met. Yeah. But, I mean, like, yeah. I've, I've had interactions on the world of Kevin Smith that were not fucking positive. I also had a so very neg negative experience – on the Garmy page, I actually did. Like, of all the groups, I left the Garmy because they were really fucking not friendly. Man. Yeah, the, the Garmy, uh, the Garmy is, I mean, no no pun intended, but they are pretty militant. Like, they really <laughs> are. And, but I, the, the, the point I wanted to bring up is like, we, there is a almost toxic level of Kevin Smith fandom in the world of Kevin Smith. As opposed to the Ewoks and and what is it the Arwoks I think it's called technically. Um, there's there's two break off groups. The real have, world of Kevin Smith. Is yeah, what it's, it's, the, it. it's the real world of Kevin Smith, and then I forget what the E one is. That everyone's everyone's world. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. Um, so and those are the two groups that kind of you know you know it's funny we were talking about religion earlier because like if we're going to really kind of use that as the model the world of kevin smith is like the catholic church and then they broke off into these sects of like okay well they were like fuck you to catholicism and did like lutherism and and you know, <laughs> baptist and all the this Lutherans. shit yeah you know um but there there's definitely a level of toxic fandom in that original group by by some people not by all but by some where they're very, very much like you. If you say anything negative about, you know, something Kevin's did or something in the group, right. it, yeah, it's not even just that. Sometimes if you just ask genuine question, they'll say it's a stupid question. Um, a mm. friend of our our show, Henry, uh, who actually wrote the Batman Alone uh, script that we yeah. did, that we're talking about. Oh yeah, he has he had periodically like posted questions. Just kind of wanting to like know genuine answers, and then people were like, "What a stupid fucking question!" Like, or how do you dude. not know that already? You call yourself a Kevin Smith yeah. fan, and you don't know that already, and shit I, like that. I always yeah. hated that. Yeah, yeah, um, that whole if you don't know everything already, then you're not a fan, right? And it's then like, that, I gotta learn, you know. Yeah, and Just then the other thing, here. the other thing Henry would do is he would post what ifs. He would post like, well, what if you know. What if, you know, and I'm making one up because I don't remember any of his questions, but it's like, what if, what if Jay and Bob weren't the prophets from Dogma? What would have happened? What would they have been doing? Or, you know, something like that. He would pose that kind of yeah. question just to generate conversation and people would be like, what a fucking stupid question. And you call yourself, a, and because he would talk about how he's a director and he'd be like, you call yourself a director and come up with that dumb idea and blah, 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 and shit like that. Yeah, he, he doesn't yeah. go on any social media anymore. Like, he still loves Kevin oh, no. Smith and he still... Oh, yeah. They, like... they chased him off social media altogether. 
completely. Yeah, he's he's on Facebook Messenger, but that's it. He yeah. doesn't use anything mm-hmm. else. He actually flat out refused to go back to Twitter. He, so he actually the Henry W. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Then he does. Well, he that, does do that's... Instagram now, Rico. He's kind of doing more Instagram than he used to. So maybe he's kind of migrated over there. But yeah. And and that that kind of fandom, I don't care if it's Kevin Smith, Metallica, you know, some other actor. That's not the way to handle people. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's just not what you do. And and one of the things that we one reason why we wanted to have you on, tying it all back to what I was saying, is like we had this conversation with Ashley and Joe, and and Rico actually. Um, brought up your situation at that time without using you by name, and because we typically don't use people's names without their permission, that's just how we handle yeah. things here on Potaskew out of respect. Yeah. Um, but he brought up your scenario, and it was it was terrible. And and all of us, there were four of us talking, and all of us were like, well, the three of us who who were listening to him tell it were like, what the fuck. You know, and, and actually, Ashley yeah. actually knew who I was. She knew I was talking about yeah. you without yeah. even having to say your name. Which that see, we acknowledge there's toxic fandom in all fandoms, but the point is, is that the Kevin Smith group can be kind of the most hypocritical because we all say, "Oh, we're super supportive," because Kevin Smith's super supportive and super friendly, and it's like, no, we're actually kind of just as bad as like any other arguing group. about. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, arguing about like, you know, Rise of Skywalker is awful. No, fuck you. We're at Last Jedi was awful. It's like, well fuck, <laughs> you're all awful. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're right. Um there there's always just people who are gonna shit on stuff, even if they they claim they like it. I don't understand why they're shitting on it, but I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> um but uh shit i don't even know i, I like i don't understand is... the i don't understand like why people want to shit on stuff that they claim to like you know unless they're just like trying to improve it you know like if they're trying to give advice but in that case well kevin doesn't really need our advice you know i don't know I, I think there's something along the lines of you know stealing from captain america it's like i don't like bullies i don't care where they're from and it's not so much as uh Again, we're not trying to shit on fandoms or Kevin Smith's fans or the world of Kevin Smith or whatever. It's just that I was more upset that you were following the rules of a fandom and and as an admin and were getting kind of shoved into a corner for it. And I just felt like it wasn't fair. And... And it, look, again, she didn't ask us. To, <laughs> I mean, I agree. <laughs> yeah, she didn't ask to come on here. I asked her to come on. And it, in all honesty, it really wasn't – this was not supposed to be the main focus of this episode. We're still going to talk about some fun and funny shit. Yeah, we can. I got all but night. It was, it was kind of like, let's get this fucking elephant out of the, like, you know, way. Yeah. So to yeah, speak. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that. Like, because it is something that kind of – it pops back into my mind now. And then I'm like, I really wish I could just – it let people know how I feel about it. Like, and I'm sure most of my friends know, cause it's not like I didn't go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it. But, uh, you know, it's just like, I know there's gotta be people in the group. that are like, whatever happened to that, that Doberstein chick that gave shit away, <laughs> you know, like, I don't even know what happens in there anymore. Like I don't, I haven't been a member since then because it just felt weird to like, they told me I could come back, but I couldn't be an admin anymore. And, and then it just sort of felt like, well, then you're, it's like you're saying I'm guilty 
I didn't do anything wrong here. I don't really feel like I should be punished for it. It's like they they wanted me to come back. They said I could come back. And I was like, well, they were like, you're welcome to come back to the group. Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But you're not going to be an admin anymore. We don't think, you know, how you handled the situation was appropriate. And, uh, you know, because I, I am bipolar and I, I did have a bit of a breakdown and it was all on my private page to my friends. Who, you know, I thought they were my friends a lot. Some of them turned out not to be so much my friends, unfortunately. And I, I miss mm. some of those people a lot. But, uh, you know, like if I can't, if I can't just be open with the people in my in my page, then it's like I got to be pent up, and that just makes everything so much worse. And you don't have to listen to them; you don't have to answer me, even. Like I don't care. I'm just gonna vent on my page. It's not it's not meant to affect anybody but myself, really. You yeah, know? it's it's your page. It's your right. I mean, yeah, I wasn't trying I, to be mean to anybody. I just needed to vent because I was freaking out. <laughs> like I it, really had put a lot of heart into that place, and. You know, I, I really, I never wanted to leave it. And I felt backed into this corner where I was like, you're disrespecting me. You're not even letting me talk. Like you, I tried to take it to the, the admin group, uh, deleted the post and then kicked me out of the group. So I couldn't post anymore. He put me on lock or something. I forget. And so I couldn't post anymore. And, you know, so I couldn't even bring it up with the rest of the group. Like that was doing this to me. And I have no idea why, like, why is he telling me I'm not following the rules when I am? to the letter even you know like i i mean I you're, you're you're also pretty open about having bipolar but i was not mm. going to i was not going to say that unless you did but that was another reason why i was kind of like what the fuck guys like she's she's has a mental disorder like mm. you you can't push somebody into a corner who already struggles just being by themselves you know yeah. you have to acknowledge that you know it's 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 one thing if you call someone an asshole. It's another thing if you call them an asshole and they can't handle it as well as someone who can brush it off. You know, it's right. you have to take consideration that the shit you say is going to not just be a joke or a mild insult. So, right. Well, and even I I can handle myself usually. It's just you know like I I I troll. You know I'm I'm on the in the in the comments of places and they're calling me a man and, you know, being completely rude to me and telling me I should take my pills and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, I can like that stuff just rolls off my back because I know they're just assholes. But in this case, it was like people that I really thought I trusted and that I thought I could be open with because I had been open with them from the start. And, and, uh, then, you know, it just turned out that they were like, you know, we, we, we didn't like how you handled it. And even though we know that's from your mental illness, uh, you know, we, we don't think you should be an admin. And then it just felt like I was admitting I was wrong. 
by going back to the group. Sure. Without you know Edmund's status. The ultimate irony is that their fucking hero, Kevin Smith, would fucking say, I don't like what you guys did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kev would have... Yeah, not. I try not to think about what Kev would think, because <laughs> you know I just I don't know, because I, I I don't know if he remembers me from way back on the old board or not, and I you know I I did I wasn't as mentally checked back then, and I had way more breakdowns. Um, so here, here, I, I worry. Here's the thing about Kevin though, and and I know what you just said, and I and I heard you. Believe me, Laura, I'm paying attention, but I I. It's so funny because for the potholes he falls down when you hear him on his different shows, his memory is long. Like, that's the thing that I've gotten from, and I mean that in a positive way. Please understand that. Like, I mean that in a good way. So, like, he, he, I would not be stunned if he remembered you in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like, because that's just from the conversation, we've talked to enough people that circle and surround Kevin, and we're actually pretty tight friends with one person who's who does on a pretty regular basis and they all say the same thing yeah. that his you know his his memory is deep like he yeah he, he comes across he, not yeah, so deep, but that. yeah he does bring stuff up from you know 1992 that, that it's like it was yesterday to him and that just blows my mind yeah because <laughs> i can't so. remember two days ago <laughs> two days weed. ago I'm, I'm lucky i remember a couple hours ago um <laughs> but there's, what are we doing here again Exactly. There's Kevin Smith. There's Kevin Smith BC and AD before Chronic and after Dope. And really, <laughs> there's a, the only difference. I mean, his memory's not changed one iota. The only difference I've noticed of Kevin Smith before Weed and after Weed is that he actually got nicer. If that makes sense, like he did. He like, stopped trolling people online for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even just that, but he kind of had like a a a, a bit of a bitter demeanor even on like the early uh evening with kevin smith where he's just kind of like you know i don't know there was like an exchange where be like hey kevin you ever thought about making better movies like yeah i'll get right on that as soon as i take my cock out of your mom's asshole or like (laughs) like there's like trolling a a a fan and, and a bully and shit but like even like his whole prince topic it just seems like even he regrets everything he said on the prince uh story does he really? Yeah. Yeah, he said, oh, man, I was not nice. He's like... I missed that. Oh, wow. Like, when, when Prince died, he was like, ah, fuck, I want to re-listen to my whole spiel about Prince. And I'm like, I kind of come off like a fucking asshole. Like, oh, I was, wow. he's like, I was insensitive. I agreed with him 100% though, so I felt bad. So I didn't I don't either, know. but at the same time, yeah. it's like, he, I think he kind of got... I, I think the weight, if, if you'll pardon the pun, was shit. <laughs> You know, uh, of not just of his of his physical weight, but a kind of the whole thing of like giving a fuck. He gave a lot. Yeah, of fuck. yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with age too. Like I think that you know I hit forty three this year, and you know I'm just I'm st- I've stopped giving fucks. <laughs> you know I guess I get some fucks, but just not very many. Just just enough <laughs> to get me by. Yeah. Even his, even his like way he approaches he he like. Early Kevin Smith was just like, hello. And then now it's like, hey, man, I'm Kevin Smith. How are you? It's like, <laughs> it's like I've, right, I've, been, right. I've been stoned. I've never been fucking like stoned like that. Like, yeah, I don't know what the stone. fuck he's smoking. Yeah. I don't know what he's smoking. <laughs> Caviar gold, man. <laughs> well, actually, I have a story about, well, 
I can't tell that story, so never mind. <laughs> tell, tell the story you can. You were on set, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I'll tell that story. Um, you are telling us the other one off air. Just be aware of that okay, fact. I that's... will, I will. That's cool. <laughs> that's and cool. if you want to know that, what but, uh... said, DM us. Yeah. It doesn't involve just me, so I can't no. just talk about it. No, yeah. that's fair. We understand. So, yeah. So, um, anyway, so yeah, I, I mean, a lot of shit happened on that set. That was, like, the best ever. Um, first of all, though, we're talking, the, we're talking about Jane Saw Bob reboot, just to clarify. Yeah, clarify. I was an extra. I was the one in the robe with the, with the hat, the, like the sleeping hat and the little tassel that I made. And, uh, you, I thought, you were the, you're the one that looked like Silent Bob, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was sleepy silent Bob. Wake and bake, wake and bake Bob is, or wake and bake blunt man, actually. Cause I was where it had the big weed logo on and the purple, I have a purple, uh, robe that's like really my robe that i wear it's like right here and uh and uh yeah that's what i wore for like two weeks straight in front of kevin smith with a pair of men's underwear <laughs> so that's what kevin smith wears every day so yeah right you know. i mean that's that's uh, right that's kevin on a tuesday i mean that's <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um but yeah, I was actually hired on by Caballero or Caballero. I've never f- figured out how they say it. Uh, casting down in Louisiana, and so I was actually like a hired on person. Nice. So I wasn't just like visiting set. It was like I was there for two weeks, and uh, I could have gotten fired for doing you know dumb shit. So I had to really watch myself. But uh, you know, by the end of the the two weeks, I guess I just was kind of done. <laughs> like being careful around Kevin and he had got me up to, like I were doing a scene where it's in the, uh, the hall H at the end uh, when I'm trying to think of what happened. So yeah, chronic chronicon. I almost said chronic. I don't know what chronic is. What man in chronic chronic. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite chronic book? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. 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 So, okay. So we're doing the scene and it's basically, uh, Kevin comes into Silent Bob and sits down next to Jay, and then next to Jay is I want to say it was Nate, um, um, the mom of Nate. I can't think of his last name right now. Gonzalez. But he's wearing like a red. Yes, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in the red jersey, and then I'm like right off screen, so I'm like three people away from Kevin, and uh, so he does a scene, and it's basically just walks in, sits down, and we watch the screen for a little bit, and then uh, he's like, "Let's get this done, so I can get so I can get to directing, and just." I guess I was tired, and I d- it just came out. And I said, "Why start now?" And it just fell out, and everybody stops, and they start laughing, like, "Like, oh my God, what did you just say, woman?" Well, and I'm <laughs> like, "I'm sorry." I got to tell you though, uh, Laura, while you were telling your story, I was flipping through your Facebook trying to find you in the outfit because I just wanted to have a visual to go with the story, and. I think I found one of my favorite pictures of all time. It's you standing next to our sister, Cat Ears from Married with Television. I think that's Cat awesome. Ears. She, Jamie, I love Jamie. Jamie is the biggest fucking sweetheart on the planet. I love her to death. She really is. She's one of the nicest totally human beings. I totally agree, hundred um, percent. I miss her like mad. Yeah, I. She, she, as you, I'm sure know, was doing the the reboot Roadshow. And doing a documentary and all that stuff. And she actually came out when Kev was in Philly and um, tried to tried to help me get tickets, not in a free way, but just like 
give me the connection where I could go and get them. Um, right. But the show ended up being at like 10 o'clock on a Thursday and I had work the next day. And you know, Kevin, the way he talks, I wouldn't have gotten home till like four in the fucking morning. Um, right. So I wasn't going to do that. But I got I got to meet her in person and we spent some time together hanging out and she is just genuinely one of the sweetest people I've ever met. And as a result, we, we have her as part of the Odd Pods Network. So Jamie's... Jamie's That's amazing. Very close to our hearts for sure. So small world, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jamie is so cool. I love her. She, we met back at Vulgarthon. Uh, well, the the most recent one for okay. uh, Kevin's birthday. I forget what year it was already. I think it was two uh, years was, ago at this point. Yeah, like yeah. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. 17. I forget. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, we. It was kind of weird though because she, I, I had come in separately. And was at my hotel room, and her and uh, and my I had a different roommate that I was with who happened to bring her back to our ho- her our hotel with us with okay. them. Okay. But then they were too drunk to drive her back <laughs> to her hotel, so I ended up driving her back. Uh, there were the one of the guys. He was like, "Oh, I can drive. Don't worry." And I'm like, "The hell you can!" So I basically I stepped in. I'm like, "I don't have a car, but I'll drive your car." And I'll take her to her hotel because she can't stay here. You right, know? right. I mean, she doesn't right. want to stay here, I'm sure. She wants her own place. And, uh, yeah, so she was really grateful for that. And then we just were, like, instant friends after that. So it was, I was really, really glad that they brought her back, even though it was a weird situation. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, she, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people we know uh, know and love love Jamie to death and and much like you just did watched out for her so that's that's pretty awesome that you know her yeah we're pretty protective of Jamie like we, yeah. We, yeah don't mess with Jamie yeah, yeah. I mean we're, I we're was pretty... already I was already a cat person and even more so with cat ears so <laughs> and that's and that's a funny thing uh Laura you know just just tying it all together to fandom a little bit is because um before I ever got to start interacting with her um, for things, I saw her on Fat Man Beyond or even Fat Man on Batman before they changed a name on the live YouTube one. You would see her walking around with the glow, you know, the glowing ears. cat ears. And so when I finally started becoming friendly with her and and communicating with her and then ultimately become friends, because I think there's a huge difference between being friendly with somebody and actually being friends. Um, <laughs> When we actually became friends, and and she came out to Philly, and I I met her. I was saying to her, it's so fucking weird to be like standing next to her having a conversation to the same person I just watched on Fat Man Beyond from last week. Like it just it's, <laughs> it's hard like a for celebrity me. meeting. It kind of was for me. Yeah, it really kind of was, and. And, you know, at this point, that's worn off a little bit only because I've gotten to know her so well and it's kind of dissipated. But it was still really, you know, unique for me. So um, we we get that like the first time that actually kind of happened for me on here was Gigliotti. We had Marilyn Gigliotti on and she was like the first celebrity celebrity. Yeah. Um, we've, we've yeah, joked about Maddie Granger coming on, but like, it was really Marilyn Gigliotti where I'm like, holy fuck, I've seen you in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. She was, she's really sweet too. I met her on the set of, uh, James Hall and Bob too. We, well, sort of not really on the set. I was actually out at a, a little cafe that's like in the hotel where the set was mm-hmm. and it just happened to pass by and I saw Scott, uh, Schiaffo sitting there. And since he was also an admin, I knew him. Scott and then I, 
we've also had him on as well. So he's awesome too. I yeah. love Scott. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, his birthday he's... the other day, and I said, "Happy birthday, you cancer merchant!" <laughs> he fucking would. That's funny. Yeah. I got to message him. It's been a while since I talked to him. But anyway, I'm sorry, Laura. I interrupted your story. You oh, were that's saying... okay. Um. Well. See, not even maybe I lost where I was though. <laughs> where was I talking about, guys? G- Gigliotti at the restaurant or something, and Scott. <laughs> All right, just it was like Scott was there, and I just like turned around and and I was like, "That's Marilyn!" Like, wow, okay, hi. <laughs> and I did, uh, yeah, it was like a starstruck moment, you know, like Scott. Like I've talked to him a bunch, and I kind of got used to seeing him and talking to him, and then I turn around and there. Suddenly, yeah, okay, there's a star. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> She's a star. You're just a true star. star. Yeah. Well, and that's all right. <laughs> Scott Scott doesn't listen to the show anyway, so don't worry about it. It won't be a thing. Um, but, uh, no, but we, we, anyway. we, we did feel that way when we met Marilyn, and she also wanted to – she was super sweet and super nice and and, and – answered all of our questions with a uh, a grace that I appreciated considering we're two schmoes from, you know, who knows where, especially at that point, because it was early, Rico, wasn't it? It was still top, still first, like, 20, 25 episodes, wasn't it? It was pretty early on. No, it was our 38th episode. That's right. We did that on purpose. We, I we, know. <laughs> and we, behind the curtain, we, we actually said, like, hey, we did not fucking plan this. But you are technically our 38th episode, and it would be kind of funny if we're like, "Hey, we're 38," and she was like, "Yeah." I mean, she she was like, "Yeah, it's your show." I mean, I'm like, <laughs> so we like it. We ultimately, we ultimately, because our 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 hosting site allows us to give us titles and then sub like a like a like a subscript title. So the the main title we called it in an evening with Marilyn Gigliotti, and then the sub like the the tagline was we were th- we're 38 so it was kind of not because it was episode 38 but yeah that works yeah and and that way <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't insult her nearly as much as it could have so. well because we did talk about i'm like what a, like is, is there like a stigma of the fact that you're kind of remembered for a really bad thing and she was just like what clerks are like no like the fact your character like sucks 37 dicks and you get the number 37 thrown at you all the time. Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of 25000 thousand dollars just go to nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50 percent off plus an extra 50 dollars off your first month you heard me right go to nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50 percent off plus an extra 50 dollars off don't wait this partner plan offer will not last long just go to nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50 percent off plus an extra 50 dollars off go to nutrisystem.com slash thin see website for details on our two-month subscription offer no purchase necessary open only to u.s residents over 21 void where prohibited runs december 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. 
I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Sometimes, like, it's, it's, she, she said there, is, there are overzealous fans who mm-hmm. kind of, like, cross that line. And she even specifically said, Skiafa, like, saves me. Like, she'll have, like, Scott, like, oh, step wow. in and be like, no, dude. Like, yeah, Scott, it's, cool. a, it's a movie. Yeah. She doesn't really suck that much dick. Like, <laughs> like really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Pete, yeah like... She, she never got specific, but she said a lot of people got pretty like aggro with her about the number sometimes, and and Scott would jump That's in so if weird. he was like, there. Like, how do people not realize it's like it's writing, you guys? It's fiction. Well, I mean, to be <laughs> fair, thirty. What? It's fictional, fictional characters. characters. Um, <laughs> there, thirty-seven is a lot. Like, think about that. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't even think I know 37 people that I like, let alone go down on. <laughs> you don't have to like them. <laughs> Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, it's better that way. I I mean, pro- yes. I yes. I don't know. I really have to like someone to like to, you know, chomp down their goody bits. You know, it's it's a little. It is kind of personal. I mean, because you got to. It's kind of more intimate. Right, right. It is. It kind of is. Which is it's funny like, because I'm... kids these days, they kind of think the opposite. They're like, you know, I'll suck all the cock. And, and so long as I keep, don't, you know, go traditional route, I'm, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> and it's, it's like, like, no, no, you're not. I'm... Not by my estimation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, look, they're like, I'm still a virgin, according to Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, there's actually a joke, expert, according huh? to that. There's a, there's a great joke. Chelsea Clinton goes to... Uh, no, Hillary goes to Chelsea and she says, Chelsea, this is obviously, this joke is set like years ago. It doesn't age well. But she says, <laughs> Chelsea, have you ever had sex? And Chelsea thinks for a second and says, not according to daddy. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, Anyways. But yeah, yeah let's, so... let's move on from that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. Um, let's go away from the cock sucking and go back to the cock smoker. How, you know, that works. Yeah. What was Kevin Smith like on sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was awesome. I mean, yeah. he's 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 just like you think he'd be. He's he's talks to everybody. He, he actually explains things to to like the extras and stuff because he knows a lot of them aren't even like this is their first time on a set and stuff that they're volunteers and stuff. And they'll say, you know, like we're gonna do this and you got to look up here for this reason and you know this is you know this is how this happens and. He, that's something that other directors don't do. Cause since then I've gone and done a bunch of other extra work in mm. uh, TV and film up in Chicago. I live in St. Louis, but I traveled to Chicago. Well, I traveled past tense pre COVID. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, and I missed it a lot though. Cause it was, it was a lot of fun being on those sets. But anyway, most directors don't talk about stuff like that. They just, they do their thing. They talk to their little people over here and you know, they just expect the extras to, do their thing they should know what they're doing because it's their job and that's true but uh but kevin he's he's so nice like and they actually had to warn us not to talk to him because it'll throw off production because he'll just start talking yeah as he will yeah. just, he'll start chatting with you um like uh oh no please Lord, i didn't mean to interrupt you finish your finish your thought no i'm done Go ahead. Uh, no, I, and I, I don't mean to keep going back to the episode but we again the conversation we had with ernie he tells a great story about how he met Martin Scorsese 
doing mm. doing extra work. So if you you know if you get a chance, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, um, not, not only Scorsese, but Nick Cage. That's right, Nick Cage as well. Yeah. So oh, wow. he was he was in the Scorsese film Bring Out Your Dead, or Bringing Out the Dead. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm quoting uh, no, fucking Monty Python. You could know. I those. don't I don't think that was it, Rigo. But anyway. No, it's bring out your dad or something like that, or bringing out the dead, and he is an extra where he plays like a high school sweetheart of Patricia Arquette. He's literally just in a photo, but he's, um, he's like the picture in the. It's prom like a prom thing. picture, so yeah, you're holding, uh, okay. yeah. And Patricia and Nick Cage were dating at the time, and Nick kept like coming by, and, like looking at Ernie, be like, "So you're the guy who like hung out with my girlfriend, huh?" And then, like. <laughs> And you know, Scorsese, like came and like sat down with him and like reassured him, like everything's cool, you're okay. The Don't point, worry. the the point of not telling the story, Rico, was to get people to go listen to the episode. Well, <laughs> a whole bunch of other gold on that episode. Um, but you know what? I going back to the pictures, Lauren. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be stalking your Facebook, but I was just finishing flipping okay. through. And as much as I love Jamie, and I do, I found my new favorite picture already. <laughs> she long? she met Grace, Rico. I did. Grace is the, the milkmaid. Yeah, yes, the milkmaid. Kevin's mom. She's the sweetest person on the planet. I it, if it weren't for her, Kevin wouldn't have gotten the the gift that I gave him because uh, so basically she was on came in on set and most people didn't know who she was, you know. But there's here's me, ultra fan, like ooh. Yeah. That's his mom. <laughs> to be fair, if Grace wasn't there, Kevin Smith wouldn't have the gift of living. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Without without Grace, there would be no Kevin. Yeah. So but yeah, so she she was there and uh she was so sweet and she, you know, I was like she she asked me all these questions, how long have I been a fan? And and uh and, you know, just she's just so like it's like she's she I can't even explain it. She's so sweet. Like you you feel like you, she's your mom when you just walk up to her, like, and maybe it's just because for me, she actually really looks like my mom um, mm. did. My mom died like seven years ago. So seeing her from a distance, I was like, I had to do this double take. Like she looks just like my mom. And then going over there and talking to her and then her being so sweet and just actually, that seemed like she genuinely want, wanted to know about me. And I was like, you've probably talked to thousands of fans and you still are asking me questions like i'm the only one you've talked to and that's just amazing i loved it yeah and she, yeah she does amazing. give off the the sense that like because like my mom would be like oh you like pot askew like my son does that and then she'd be but she would be genuinely interested in like when mm-hmm. I, I never even listened to it is it good like but then like <laughs> you imagine grace would be like i'm just happy that tiger's doing something <laughs> um yeah you- She's and well, oh, then I was telling you about the gift. Yeah, um, please. Yeah, because what I had done is I had gotten a jacket from the thrift store, <laughs> uh, like one of his sport coats, and I uh, decorated it to look like a uh, like a jersey. So I had like the stripes on the bottom and uh, thirty seven on the back, and so it's basically like a a mish between his last two looks. Jersey jacket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right, like a, a transition piece, sort of. <laughs> and it was a sort of a gag gift that I thought it'd be funny to give him. And uh, so I had put it in a little box, and I actually gave the box to Grace, because I was like, I know she'll do this. <laughs> like, I know I know how to get this hat, make this happen. And, uh, you know, and she was so sweet. She she held on to it 
apparently all the way to up to the hotel room and then Kevin put it on that night and thought it was amazing. And then he stopped me the next day after filming and on the way out and was like, you, and he gives me this huge hug and I'm like, what's going on? And you know, like it was so surreal. And I was like, my heart was beating, you know, I've talked to the guy a couple times before, but never really never hugged him for sure. That was the first. And maybe not, I might've hugged him before. I don't know, but it was amazing. And in uh, and, but it, I kept thinking in my back of my head the whole time. It was like, what are the PAs thinking right now? Are they going to get mad at me for talking <laughs> to Kevin? So, and, so I'm sitting there like hugging Kevin and he's trying to talk to me about the, about the jacket and like where I got the idea and stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm like That's just funny. speechless. I can't say anything. And then there's Josh over there, like filming, uh, doing his, his stuff. And I just cameras plus the pressure from the, <laughs> the PAs and stuff. I was done. I was like, all right, I can't, I can't talk to Kevin right now. I want to badly, but I can't. You know, you you so. mentioned, you mentioned the hug and, and Ashley from Lilu tells us all the time that she, she loves his hugs more than any other hug she gets from any other human being on the planet. And that she, Ooh. she would leave her husband for one of his hugs. She, oh my. Now, now she doesn't, of course, mean it, but, and Joe, <laughs> and Joe was sitting right there nodding like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know so like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And he'd um, let her. Yeah, well, basically. I, CJ, I, I guess that's what we have to do. If I ever want to get him a fucking pot of skew shirt, I got to send it to Grace first. Yeah, basically. There you go. There you go. We, uh, we were asked once if Kevin would be like that white whale guest for us. And for a long time, that was the answer. It was yes. And then one day it occurred to us, no, we want Grace. Grace would be like the white whale. Like, if we could sit down, and yes, we know how she is with language, so we'd pro- even though she accepts his films, we'd have to clean ourselves up, and we'd probably only get like 20 minutes. But if we got 20 minutes with Grace, it would be... Shoot. Yeah, with all the cursing, we'd go up to an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah. That'd let's Let's... Yes. Wait, you've, you've been telling some great stories, Laura, and thank you so much. But let's have a little bit more fun with this. And then, unfortunately, this is some stuff that Rico and I have already talked about, but we'd love to get your your input on. Um, because yeah. we got asked this on the spot, so I'm gonna, I figure it's only fair to do the same. Um, but no, it, no, don't, don't, don't be afraid, it's not that terrible. But we want you to rank out the the view askew movies so it's excluding yoga hosers red state and tusk not because we don't like them but they just don't fit into the category but rank them out give us give us your one to what is it uh, oh man seven at this Um, point hang on i gotta think of them all first (laughs) i'm looking at my my dvds up here let's see i think probably oh god i really can't pick you guys (laughs) (laughs) They're making me pick. My, they're not even my kids. They're someone else's kids. But it's like, I feel no, like they're my, we, my kids. We get it. We um, get it. Trust us. I would have to probably say Mallrats is my favorite because, like, number one, just because it was the first one. It's sure. it's like your first Doctor Who, you know? It's the first. It's the one you identify with. Sure. Kind of. <laughs> I hate but, to tell uh, you, Laura, you're not. You're talking to non non Whovians. So. Oh, you're not a Whovian? No. Nah. I'm barely a Whovian. Like, I kind of watch, but not really. So. Yeah. So the only my favorite doctor is Doctor Who's on first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the kind of stuff I expect to get from Rico each week. Um. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. So I would I would definitely say Mallrats would be first, and probably Clerks and Clerks Two. 
Um, but see, I really like Zack and Mary, but that wouldn't technically be a view skew. Or is it now? Uh, well, no, because you of can you can reboot. no, you can you can count Zack and Mary. We just don't count like the 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 horror area, if you will. Okay, so yeah. yeah, Zack and Mary, you can you can put that in. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But not so. Not cop out. Yeah. Not yeah. Cop out. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it up its ass. <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel I feel bad, but I really hated that movie. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, you're not the only person. Honestly, that... My favorite part of that whole fucking movie is when they're doing the movie quote scene, and like I don't even remember it enough. To no, even they're, like, they're they're doing an, they're interrogating a guy, and they're trying to be intimidating by doing movie quotes, and then uh, Tracy Morgan goes, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" And Bruce Willis is like, "I don't know that reference." <laughs> that's pretty funny that actually that's part in the whole thing probably <laughs> oh man yeah no, i don't know i felt really bad that i was like ooh. <laughs> uh you know and well that's like kind of goes back to that old toxic thing like it, it's kevin i love kevin but that was kind of a sneaker for me i don't See, know you know what to me to me it is it is kevin and he directed i'm not gonna argue that with you at all but he, mm. to me that's not kevin because everything else kevin he's written directed yes. edited produced like that's those are kevin do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if yeah, you yeah. want to, and I'm not, I'm, I'm picking one randomly here, so understand that. But like, if you want to shit on yoga hosers, then we have a, we can have a more of a conversation than say cop out. Do you know what I mean? That's all. But to me, yeah, yeah. to me, cop out, cop out's the same as him directing the episodes of Flash and Supergirl that he's directed, which he does a great job with. But he said it himself; he literally could do nothing, and it probably would still be the same damn still episode. Work. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's a caterer who gets a director's salary. Yeah, man. So um, he's just no, the most—he's just the most expensive Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, you—you you heard that story, right, about the hamburgers? Oh yeah, he bought yeah. The, all the the uh, hamburgers. Yeah, like three hundred hamburgers yeah. or something. Yeah, so and one root beer. And one root beer. And one root beer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, to wash it all down. Yeah. Oh man! But I do yeah. remember that. That was a while ago. For you know, it's funny you mentioned you you put Clerks one and then Clerks two. Um, because Rico and I have actually both said as much as we love Clerks, and yeah, it's the OG one. If we don't get Clerks, we don't get any of these other ones. But yeah, I actually like Clerks two just a little more. Honestly, I would flip them for me, and it's not because I don't like Clerks. I just I think Clerks is. Well, first off, of, of that universe, Randall's probably my favorite character. And you get so much more yeah. Randall, I think, in two than you do in one. You know what I mean? Which is why I'm That's really true. excited to see three, because apparently it, like, wraps up the Randall end of things. Like, you know, so yeah. I'm very excited to see it now that... Me too. Now that Jeff's on board, you know... And Even better. Be, yeah. Well, they weren't going to do it without him. Yeah, it couldn't you have know. happened without no. Jeff. It would no. have been... It, yeah, I just couldn't have. And and just because right. we've already been giving her all the love in the world, thank you to Ashley and Joe from Lilo Multi Props because if it's not for them, yes. that thing doesn't fucking happen. So yeah, we're gonna I mean, give them multi props because they deserve it. Nicely yes. done, nicely oh. done. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, if if you know, so we'll be getting that, and then apparently Mallrats Two is now happening again. You know, can I be honest? I don't like the I don't like the title. What I didn't see is it just Mallrats Two? I no, it, well, I thought it was oh, the, called uh, the Twilight Rise of the Mallrats. Mall Twilight, Twilight of the Mallrats. Mall yeah, that's right. Twilight. Yeah. That's right. I don't like. I it. think it's got to do with. I, no, I have no idea what it has to do with. <laughs> well, see, I, I like. I'm just like the the death of malls. 
I liked I liked when they were gonna do the originally the original title for it was um Mall Brats. That yeah, was the I original like original and I liked that one. Um yeah. let me see here. There's there's news didn't here. He, didn't he use like a bunch of like like the story to flush out uh reboot? And I, he like couldn't he had to change a bunch of stuff. I don't know. That I, I honestly can't speak to that. I don't know. I'm You're not the saying one it wrong. Was on set. How the fuck will we know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think I heard that after though. I could I could have sworn that he said something about uh the way he had written Clerks three originally, he used some of the things in uh in reboot and so Clerks three just couldn't happen the way that he had originally written it. And so now he's rewriting it and I right. was that okay. It's Clerks not Mallrats, that's where I got confused. So I don't know anything about Mallrats. Don't you know, listen I, to I me. do find it absolutely interesting that we asked you for a ranking and the number one was not the one that you were in. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know what? I I sometimes don't think of it as like one of his movies because I'm in it. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just that's a whole video I was in with Kevin Smith. Yeah. Right, right. Huh. Well, you know what? Okay, I I would have to put that probably before well, before Zack and Mary, for sure. Although I was in that, too. <laughs> Were you? I was. I was in Zack and Mary. Uh, very briefly, there's uh, the, the mall scene. Um, and they're on the escalator. You can see my head. That damn kid's on the escalator, the escalator again. That's right. I wasn't on the escalator, luckily. They were, though. No, I get it. I was just, yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, so, yeah. I was there for that, too. That was kind of fun. Get 30% shorter average wait time. When you buy and book your appointment at DiscountTire.com, you can get 30% shorter average wait time in the store. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. According to this, just to give you guys a quick update, um, Twilight of the Mallrats is not the official title. That's still, like, tentative. The other one is Mallrats 2, T-O-O-O. So, like, Teen Wolf 2, kind of like they did with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, apparently, uh, Affleck's willing to do it. So, we might get um, Shannon Hamilton some, again. However... You got some free time? Yeah, well, apparently, uh, I, I don't... This is according to MovieWeb.com. So, I don't, I don't know where the quote exactly is coming from. But he says, uh, apparently, uh, when... when he asked if he was going to be in the film. He said to Kevin, "You better be more than a one scene cameo, dude. Put me in a lot." So nice. Yeah. So That's I guess awesome. That would be cool to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely would. Or and for then, more than just one scene. Yeah. But I thought that scene. Look, we 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 broke down, and and since you were in it, I would love your feedback. But we broke down reboot pretty heavily. You know, several episodes yeah. back, and. Honestly, for it being one scene, I thought it was one of the best scenes in the entire fucking film. Honestly, like it was really impactful. It had a really cool yeah. vibe to it. I I love that scene. So, you know, for for it's for, the best scene. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really even Kevin himself says that that's basically the scene that brought it all together. That's the climax in a lot yeah. of ways. I mean, technically speaking, yeah, the the cock knocker 
you know, crew coming in is sort of the climax because it's the end. But, you know, this is more this is more the emotional climax where, like, everything kind of slips together at, at that point. Like, you know, uh, Jay realizes, you know, how to be a good dad and, you know, what he's got to do. And it's just, you know, it all comes together at that point. And, it, yeah, it's really emotional for, like, that reason. And just seeing Ben Affleck back up there again and the whole history between those two, you know, was that was emotional for the first time. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, yeah. yeah. So, so I agree. So, yeah, that was, that was one of the best. Where, be where, where do you put Reboot? Because I'm kind of curious. Like, where does that fall for you? I'm going to put it up higher because I honestly did sort of forget about it <laughs> originally when I was originally. I know I just it just didn't occur to me. Um, yeah, I'm going to put it up after Mallrats because of the whole Mallrats was the first and therefore it's got that special place in my heart thing. Sure, sure. But yeah. then, yeah, reboot because it does. It's it brings a whole lot of people together from like all the different movies and it like kind of answers a lot of questions and it keeps us moving along. So that there's more, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. I, I know, I, I know Kevin like branching out and stuff, but I'm just like, this is, this is your stuff, man. This is to me. I, I love that he say that he's continuing on with the VSQ universe. Like, right. Right. Specifically. Did, so yeah. did you, did you not like like red state and Tusk and yoga hosers? Did, were you not fan? Um, I'm not a big horror fan. So for me, they're, they're kind of okay. I mean, like, um, they were, they're really good like well-directed pieces like I, I thought they were really great movies it's just right. not my kind of movie you know and it, you it, know? it's yeah. interesting you put it that way because Rika will tell you and we have this debate all the time and we kind of alluded to it earlier <laughs> with the Ernie conversation I'm not a horror fan I'm not like I don't I don't yeah. like horror films I'm, I'm with you on that but he's to barely me, a movie fan fuck you <laughs> um but but to me Red State isn't a horror in the sense of the way I think a horror. Like I think horror. I think I, I think Freddy. Yeah. I think Jason. I think you know Michael Myers. I think those films, although not Michael Myers, because that thing was a more fuck a comedy. You. Um, fuck you! You couldn't fucking let it go. You no, fuck. no. Um, but <laughs> but I but I don't like I don't like those kinds of films. And so to me, Red State was more like a thriller. So I re- that's actually yeah. And I actually so. And again, Rico and I have said this a lot. And then, you know, Rico, I'm going to shut for a bit because you barely said anything this episode, which is odd. Um, but I I think Red State is his best made film, like from a film perspective. But my, mm-hmm. but my you know, from like a technical filming kind of thing, I yeah. think that's his best one. But my favorite uh, Kevin movie period is is Chasing Amy. I love Chasing Amy. Yeah. Yeah, chasing Amy. I mean, that's a that's one that has meaning for me. Like, as a bisexual woman, mm. and I know that's actually kind of a point of contention with that movie, whether Alyssa is bisexual or not. But um, you know, so for me, it has that special place. But it also, because of that drama, it kind of makes it a lower rank for me. Like because okay. it is sort of like too close to home. I said no. I said that makes sense. I I, I can understand why yeah. that would be. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Like I got, I got to be in a, a certain mood to watch that one because it's gonna bring up feelings, and you know, it's I, it's I, like I would argue that's the yeah. point, though, is it not? It is, yeah, it is, but it's just not the kind of movie that like I tend to watch over and over again because it, like well, I'm just kind of a numb my mind, please, and <laughs> in in the same <laughs> sense, you story. you kind of avoid dogma because of you were a Catholic. Um, 
Yeah, but then again, I, I do like how he placed, how he puts things and you know, a lot of the stuff in that movie, I was still Catholic at the time when I first, like, watched that one. And uh, so a lot of stuff in that actually made me question things more, mm. the way he put it. And so to me, it's almost, like, I like it for that reason, um, that it's, it kind of pushes the envelope without pushing it too far, sure. you know, without... <laughs> Flat out saying, you know, hey, maybe there's no God. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the the way to think about faith, they, he made it different in that movie. Well, think about this. If there's no God, we just can't communicate with him anymore because Alan Rickman's dead. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. n- no matter what, God is dead, or at least, you know, he needs a new interpreter. You we had to go there, to didn't you? You had to go there. Oh. Poor Alan. So, mm-hmm. Poor Alan, he's dead. He doesn't have a care in the world anymore. Nah, you're right. I still feel bad, though. feel bad for yeah. me, not for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's um, what it is. Oh, man, that whole thing with Keanu Reeves when he said that. Remember that? It's like no. it's it's only the living that... that, that uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he say that? I forget what, how the saying went, but something about... It's only the living that regret death or something. that effect? Something that. Yeah, I'll look it up. I got it. Okay. Um, but I, I do have to agree with CJ. I, I, I think, look, I love Clerks and Mallrats and shit like that. And, you know, and I mean, the first one I saw was Strike Back. I was I was 10 years old and I saw it in theaters with my mom. Oh, my gosh. So you were 10. Hang on. You were 10. And, and what is that? 90. What year was that? 94? No, that was 2001. Oh, 2001. Shit. I was born. You in were born in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was born in 1991. Oh, my God. I feel so old. <laughs> I I I will be thirty in June. Okay, that feels a little better. Thirty feels okay. Like if you took something in the twenties, like math, I, I I don't do math. So That's that I math said, is, I, I will be thirty in June. I didn't say I'm twenty nine currently. <laughs> right, so, so twenty nine. Like now, that feels too fucking young. Thirty's <laughs> okay though. <laughs> I can trust my, you now. My girlfriend is over thirty, <laughs> but she always says, "Fuck you, you." I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so, sorry, so I got off topic because I was shocked. How young are you? <laughs> no, no, it, it happens all the time. It's the fucking this, and it's the fucking this, and yeah, it. I, I, I've been people have been confusing my fucking age forever, so I don't. <laughs> um, but I confuse mine the other way, so I don't know which is worse. Uh, it, 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 my my girlfriend's people still think that she's like asking, like if she's like twenty. Oh wow. So. Uh, <laughs> But I, I mean, yeah, Strike Back, I have a fondness for. But Chasing Amy, for me, I think we we all have our own Chasing Amy story, whatever it is. Straight, gay, bisexual, pansexual, mm-hmm. uh, transgendered. We all have our own, that bitch broke my heart, you know? Yeah. Interpret, in, insert whatever the bitch is. It's not necessarily woman. It could be man or just, just that motherfucker. Um, and I think that's why I connected to it. Is because while I didn't have my own Alyssa, I had a variation, and it, it to me it's one of the most raw and honest films of every aspect of a relationship, which is true. The meet cute, the the uh, trying to be friends, trying to ignore the attraction, mm-hmm. giving into the attraction, and then finding out that they have a history because they are human and we all have a history. We all have skeletons in our closet and 
and you know Holden is a fucking idiot if he you know didn't realize that you know she's a woman right yeah that whole idea that that women are pure and aren't going to do anything you know oh, man, <laughs> it's like I, she's yeah some of the worst things sexual. i've had in my life has been through from a woman or many women so <laughs> i've i've had oh, men punch me in the face i've had women break my fucking heart and spirit like it's I'm, I, you'll never hear yeah. me say anything other than the fact that I am a feminist, but I also acknowledge that men and women are fucking awful. And that's the <laughs> point, is that this movie shows both sides of every equation. You have True. homophobia, and I, I referred to it as heterophobia, but I think it was uh, Sab Rogers who actually kind of amended. Um, it was biphobia, or bisexual phobia, which mm-hmm. was that whole scene where the the pronoun game where they're all saying like oh i met someone i'm so in love and then like oh another one bites the dust mm-hmm. i view that as an early instance of one lesbians not being accepting because there is that whole thing of like oh lesbians are yeah. so accepting and cute and blah 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 i i thought it was really important to show that just because gay people are gay doesn't necessarily mean they're not prejudiced in some way no you're right yeah i mean as as a bisexual woman i i do come across that whole thing uh where they think i'm just you know riding the fence you know they won't they think that i'm i don't know i know you want want to keep your options open i know yeah i know i've been married for 21 years so it's like (laughs) if my options are not open i I married somebody i married a man (laughs) I know a woman who who's bisexual who is currently single and and dating and she she was dating somebody who flat out told her that being bisexual is greedy. What? How so? Because she wants both. Because she wants both. Both work. Like you get well, into yeah. I see. That's assuming that she's also polyamorous, which not all bisexual people are. True. So and, it's like yeah, it's I'm not. I'm not going to yeah, get yeah. into all her specifics because I don't want to do that to her. Right, right, but, but like, right, right, right. I know this that person well enough. You, though, yeah. I know this person well enough to know that she's not. <laughs> she's not, 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 not about, the, about the polyamorous, but about the greed. She's not greedy. Like, right. I, I, I wouldn't, like, when she told me that this guy said that to her, I was like, okay, well, f- just fuck him. He's narrow minded. Do you know what I mean? And move yeah, on, yeah. you know. So, but I, I think guys who judge by prejudice, I think guys who judge by women are absolutely fucking stupid because it'd be like, it's another fucking thing you have in common, you idiot! Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? You can talk and you be like, look at her butt. Oh my god! And you can, yeah, you can commiserate over that. I you can bond. I mean, that's a slippery slope to fucking be like, hey, you look <laughs> at that ass, and be like, why are you looking at that ass? I'm like. I I dated a girl <laughs> who is bisexual briefly, and she we would be out together. Like it's, this was like you know back when you would hang out at the mall just to give you a time because I'm so just to give you context, uh, Laura, I'll be you know Rico as he said is 29. I'll be 41 in February. So uh, okay, to, to, just to give you the context, um, not the old lady in the room. No, entirely. no, um, but <laughs> I you know so. We would be out at the mall hanging out or whatever, and I would miss people. And she'd be like, "Did you see that chick?" 
You know, like we had these conversations all the time, you know, and it didn't it didn't phase me at all. It never bothered me. You know, I actually thought it was kind of with you. Exactly. That That's exactly yeah. how I viewed it. Like at the end of the day, I was the one going home with her. Do you know what I mean? Right, so like exactly, whatever. Yeah. Like that was the other thing. Like I well, can you get off sexuality for a second? Like I used to know people that were like I could never date a stripper. I could never date like some bartender. And I'm like why? And they're like well because Jealousy. right. And I was like <laughs> at the end of the day, you're the one going home with them. Like honestly, I'd wear that as a badge of honor and be like fuck you, dudes. They're, she's coming with me. You know like. I- yeah, you want her, but I got her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. I think my, I mean, I agree with that, but I do think I have a limit. Like, I won't, I don't think I would be comfortable dating a, like, a pornographic actress. Because yeah, that I might don't be. Really, that might be my limit. I don't know. That's because, like, if I came home and I said, man, my feet hurt, and she's like, you think your fucking feet hurt? <laughs> like, mm, let me it's tell like, you about You want to know what hurts. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I was like, oh, how was work, honey? Oh, you know, like, we had a whole gangbang. I'm really sore. I, I'm going to draw a bath and move the fuck out. That's- <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, everybody's got their limits, you know. It's it's yeah. it's all about communication. If, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But there's somebody out there who's going to be like, my wife gets on screen and fucks all these guys and it turns me on so much. Oh, yeah, you I'm know? sure that... Because she's mine. And I'm yeah. going to take her home and I'm, I'm going to rail her when she's done. You know, like, just... I'm practice. I get to, I'm the one who helps her feed her her lines, among there other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> among other things. Oh, jeez. Um... <laughs> Which, by the way, that's a, you know, Rico mentioned the Sav episode. That That's another one I highly recommend for you, Laura, if you're looking to go back to our catalog. Cause yeah, well. I, I don't want to speak for Rico, but I learned so much from the conversation with Sav about interaction in that community. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not only for myself, but within the community itself. So I learned a, quite a bit. Like, the one thing that, I, I and I talk about this all the time because it really blew my mind in a good way that he taught me this was the thing you don't do is if you get it wrong he said don't apologize just move just just move on and don't do it again like actively do it again like you know like if if if, if you make the mistake you know okay that's what it is right but then yeah. if if they correct you and then you just keep doing it then you're a shitty person but if you well, right, right, right right if they correct you and and just move on but he said because the apology then puts the onus on them to forgive for something like there's there was a thing yeah and he said it much more eloquently than i am but he yeah but yeah, he, yeah. the point was before yeah yeah it's, and it was that was just ingrained a, in in me that's to apologize for everything no so, look, but i totally understand why it's a problem though yeah, so I told, and, yeah i get it and that's something I would have never thought of. And so, and I haven't been in a position to practice that yet, but should I find myself in that position? I know now don't apologize, just correct and move on. And that was really kind of eye opening. And, and Rico and I've always been champions for, for the, for the entire LGBTQ community. Um, we, we, we do have an episode where we make the joke that we can't keep up with the alphabet. But, uh, you know, outside of that, you know. Um, we did get some flack for it, and then we were like, look, we're going to offend somebody. So Yeah, know. we did yeah. get a little flack. But you know what? I it, It's funny because I know someone who also is trans, uh, a friend of mine. And mm-hmm. he, who 
has transitioned to he, um, just for the frame of reference, um, himself put a post out on Twitter just last week that said, as a member of the LGBTQ community, or the alphabet community, because that's what he calls it. He likes to call it the alphabet, the alphabet community. community. As a member of the that's alphabet community... Yeah, he said, but as a member of the alphabet community, I can't keep track. Like, even he struggles. Yeah. So, like, it, it, you know... You know, Rico's like right, Rico's right. We're gonna always you're gonna offend somebody somewhere, and and you and right. unfortunately, you know that it's really probably a better really than... minor thing in the scale of things. Sure, you know, the, not the whole not, in the, not yeah. in the middle of cancel culture. Everyone everyone's gonna well, be canceled left and right. Sure. But I'd like to point out that nothing changed for me about Elliot Page. I'm still attracted to him. Like yeah. I was attracted to him when he was Ellen, and I'm attracted to him as Elliot. Like nothing yeah. fucking changed. Yeah. That's good. Ooh, you're bi. Ha ha. No, I'm kidding. See, I actually did have a girlfriend who was bi, who who was of the opinion that everyone should be bi. And because mm-hmm. I had a, like, I have a more than vague obsession with Frank Sinatra, especially as a little kid. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's a it's a Dago thing. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> because uh, as you're, when you're an Italian and you're an atheist, you can't support the church or the Pope. You have to go the next tier down, which is Frank Sinatra. So <laughs> that's the hierarchy. I didn't know that. Yes. I did not know. All right, cool. Um, but uh, I was like into Sinatra, and I was like really into Johnny Depp, uh, like as like a favorite actor, and mm-hmm. like I I didn't have p- photos of like swimsuit models or playboy bunnies i had like sinatra johnny depp and movie posters everywhere so she like she tried to convince me that i was bi she was like you're absolutely fucking bi and i'm like i'm not like i like sinatra it doesn't mean i fuck him right yeah i mean there's it's 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 about you it's how you'd identify yourself you know it's like i'm, I'm definitely on a like i'm comfortable around men like, I'm not going to be in a locker room and be like, oh, my God, don't look at their dicks. I'm going to be like. They're going to look I, at those dicks. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to actively be like. I mean, I'm going to be. <laughs> I mean, I think I would. Because there's always a line of like, oh, don't don't be socially awkward. I'm like, fuck the line. Let's just hop over it. And if I'm like in a locker room, like, hey, Frank, nice cock. How are you? Jimmy, nice set of balls on there. One thing's going the other. You know, if I know that. Yeah, if I know my friends, like, you know, like, my friends and I have been in a locker room and I'm like, holy shit, you must walk around a fucking circle. Like, you know, just to joke around. Then it takes away the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, but yeah. the fact that she was like a militant bisexual who was like, everybody needs to be bisexual. I'm like, why? So we can all fuck ourselves and each other? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, the world would be a better place if we were all just bisexual. We could all have sex with each other. I'm like, no, it wouldn't because we'd all get fucking jealous of each other. Did you learn nothing from Jason Gaby? <laughs> well, see, jealousy is a whole other issue. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's like, I don't know. I'm not like a jealous person, and neither is Max. So it's like, my husband, Max, for those who didn't know. Um, and yeah, and. <laughs> Dozens, I don't know. Of, dozens of people will know his name now. Right. It's not even his real name, though. So <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's the name he told me when we met because we met online in like 1996. And so he didn't give me his real name back then. And so he called himself Max. And it just that's what I've called him ever since then. So 23 years or something like that. 
He's been Max to me, but it's you know it's not his real name. Did he at least <laughs> tell you his real name at some point, or do you just still not know it twenty three years later? <laughs> I think I forgot it somewhere along the line. Oh, uh, fair enough. She just keeps getting stoned and then forgets it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like well, I just find it fucking. As soon as I start remembering that, it, I smoke a little more. <laughs> that that was like the earliest catfish, like nineteen ninety six. Kinda. I mean, sort of a catfish. I mean, he just didn't use his name. He was still himself and stuff. So. Yeah, see, Rico, you were five. I remember the internet in 1996, and you were a lot more cautious about things like real you names. You really were. You yeah. didn't meet people online back then. That was like... That was real oh, taboo. Was, all of my friends yeah. were like, don't meet him. He's a psycho killer. <laughs> Here yeah. I am married to him. And like, yeah. He, he could psycho. still be a psycho killer. He changed. He told you a different name. Yeah. <laughs> no, 20, but... 22 years, he's going for the long... The long... Uh, the long con. The long game. Yeah, the, the long, long con. con. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah, it was it was way different back in '96, Rico. You you were real like about online and meeting people and and whatnot. It was it was it had a that stigma was a real thing back then. Now I think that's kind of gone now away. Like, now I understand why you were now so like you were so alarmed. Like when he and I first started talking, I immediately was like, "Here, here's my number. Just call me." Or yeah, like the for, oh, right, yeah. So <laughs> so because you you probably haven't heard the episode. So the the short version is. Because because we started this whole conversation with the world of Kevin Smith, and since you were not you were probably an admin at the time, Laura, to be fair, because I think it was before all your you know the thing that you'd went through. But yeah, I I had had a previous podcast um, called Running the Hamster Wheel with a with a different friend of mine that I've had a falling out with, and so the show died because of the falling that out. Does sound familiar? Like I remember hearing about that a little bit. <laughs> did you hear it? Did you hear me talk about it on here? Because like on a, not tonight, but like know. on a different I, episode. Maybe I heard it from Rico. Maybe. Anyway, I, I didn't. I didn't tell her. I well, either way. So I had I had this show. Maybe we we only maybe you were the only person listening. Who knows? Um, but it, <laughs> you know, we. It just sounds familiar. Maybe I'm just making shit up, though. Eh, I don't who know. knows? Um, well, I mean, it's a phrase. You to be running the hamster wheels, like telling just not getting to the end. It's so, and that's kind of where we came up with the mm. name of the the thing because our conversations would like do this whole full fucking circle every time we had it so yeah <laughs> um but we did this show if we had to falling out whatever and then i didn't podcast for like 18 months to two years something like that and i started kind of getting the itch again like i wanted to do it again but i didn't have any other friends i knew i could go to and be like hey do you want to do a podcast they would all be like no you know so i i wanted to I, but I was in the world of Kevin Smith group, and, I, and look, you know, Kevin's the one that inspired me to podcast. So I was like, "There's got to be someone else in this group that kind of feels the same way I do," you know. And yeah, it's a huge group. Somebody right, in here, yeah. right? So I just put a post in there, just like a regular post, no fanfare. Like, hey, I had this other show. I'm, it's gone now. I want to do another one. If anyone's interested, hit me up with some ideas and let's talk. And that was the extent of what I put out there. And multiple people hit me up, and a lot of them would send me these, like, long private DMs. And none of them, first off, yeah. despite what you were dealing with, and, and I and I will defend you all day that that sucks, but I had a positive experience. Like, nobody came at me and was like, oh, well, you're stupid. Like, everyone came at me with some, some really interesting ideas. Yeah. Uh, the only, you know, and... And, you know, they all had different ideas, and they were interesting, and I, I explored several of them. And then Rico hits me up with a DM and goes, I have a YouTube channel. Here's the link. If you like it, hit me up. That was it. 
Like everyone else would it's send me tech. like these paragraphs, and he just sent me the link to his YouTube, and I watched like three three episodes of Rico's rants, and I was like, okay, this is the guy I want to talk Aww. to, and I hit him up, and fucking like that we were talking through DMs. Well, that first sight. Well, no, but the no. same day. No, no. Um, on his half. The same, but the same day he sent me the links, I messaged him and said, "Let's talk." You know, let's 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 continue to talk about this. And he's like, "Well, I'm getting off Messenger. Here's my number." And I, coming back to '96 mentality, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> what?" Yeah. So yeah, my 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 logic was like, "What's he gonna do? Steal my identity? If he just does, I feel bad for him." Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, great, you good, stole yeah. my. You stole my zero dollars and you fucking ruined <laughs> my my life. What are you gonna do? I'm like, but that's kind of it was just I I didn't really want to fucking pitch myself because I didn't know who the fuck he was and it was kind of a curiosity. I was like, I've been doing this fucking YouTube thing for whatever and I've never gotten good at it. It was just basically set up the phone and just sit and smoke and talk about a movie. That was re- I never even edited. I was just like, ah, fuck it. Um, <laughs> that seems about good the effort I'd put into it. Yeah, it was, so that's it was why more, I've never done it. Yeah, it's just a form of self therapy, is where yeah. what it was. And then I, it was just me being fucking lazy, and I'm like, look, I like I, I didn't know CJ, and I never even like saw him post anything because I wasn't that active in the world of Kevin Smith. I was neither just was like, I. Honestly, yeah. yeah so. so we never saw each other until this one fucking post that he posted. And I kept thinking, because I'd had people tell me, yeah, Eureka's rants are kind of funny, but, like, no one wants to look at you. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah, thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> but it was also like, they were like, you, you need a partner. Like, you need someone to bounce off shit, because it's just you talking about why the Dark Knight Rises is convoluted for 30 minutes. Like, we get it. You didn't fucking like it. I'm like, no, I did like it, but let me explain why I had problems with it. Like, dude, that's what a fucking podcast is. And I'm like, yeah, but it takes a lot to do it, and I don't know, and blah, blah, blah. And then he made his <laughs> fucking post, and I... But the thing is, is that we, we did our pilot, and you can hear in our pilot, which we released later, called um, Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. We did not fucking know how to deal with each other. We mm-hmm. we had to pretend to be friends in order to put on the the Content. show that we like. Yeah. We had yeah ah uh, yeah like you already knew each other and had a rapport and stuff. Right, so it's and like you're acting. It really was, and at and first it did work well. Yeah, yeah, now yeah yeah now we're better actors. We you know we pretend <laughs> that. We're <better> <laughs> But the, yeah, the pretending to like each other is just much more convincing now. <laughs> and we and, and we've had like fall, you know, falling outs from time to time. We've had like business disagreements and and shit Fa- like that. Falling out so rough because we never stopped talking, but it certainly got contentious. We, we yeah, we, contentious. <laughs> Whenever like he and I would have like a fucking like argument or something, I would like be storming, and I know he's storming on his end. And Steph would just be like, all right, would you like to fucking, like, calm down? Like, it's just a fucking, like, what are you doing? Calm down. I'm like, no! Yeah. He, he said this! She's like, are you 12? Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if you're 12, then what we do is illegal. Come on. Which is, which <laughs> is, which is why, so, so it's Steph, for, for reference for you, Laura, is his, 
girlfriend, and um, we just celebrated her birthday about a month ago on our live stream on Fridays on Get Vocal, and one of our other colleagues from the Odd Pods, uh, you might even know who it is, Midnight Midnight Smoke, you know Steve? Hmm. That one's not ringing a bell for me. All right. Well, okay. yeah. Hmm. Um, so smoke. I, I might recognize more like if I saw a picture or something. I probably. But so smoke yeah. came on and he um, he was giving love to Steph. He couldn't actually come live, so he actually recorded a video and sent it to me, and we played it on air for him. And oh, and nice. he's like, "You are the glue to keep these two chuckleheads going. Like if it's not for <laughs> you, there is no pot of skew. And we were both like, "Yep." <laughs> So, Aww. yeah, so By every, behind every great man, <laughs> there's a woman or men in this case, because there's, yep. a, there's, she's... A, there's a woman who needs to be paid as a therapist. For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, man, behind the podcaster, there's a pissed off therapist. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I remember that was something my husband was he hated about the, the group when I was an admin. And if there was like troubles, like one time I got into it with a. With somebody about uh, we're we're coming up with trivia questions, and I thought it'd be a good question to be like, which one of Kevin's family members is adopted? Do you guys know? Did you oh, know his, his father? His, his father. Hmm. His, his father dad. is. His mom. His mom's adopted. Was it Grace? I thought it was. I'm pretty his father. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Grace. I thought it was his father. I'd have to look no. it back up again. Uh, you might. You actually, actually, the more I think about it, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, um, but yeah, so they thought well, it was too personal. You didn't question. ask Grace directly when you were fucking hanging with her? No, I should have. <laughs> no, it was kind of way after the fact. Sure. So, I, yeah, I couldn't just ask her. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was just, like, I didn't feel like it was too personal because I'm adopted. So, I'm like, to me, that means, you know, she's, she's a role model to me. So am I. You know? Are you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No worries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got out. We got <laughs> out. What's that, Rico? For the longest time, I was like, my parents don't, my parents don't fuck, and because I was adopted, my brother was adopted, and I'm like, they just don't do it. Don't, la 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 la. You know, <laughs> fingers and ears. I don't need to hear said, that. Yeah, I was like, my parents fucked. They, they had me. Whether you know, yeah. it was a blessing or a curse, they, they got down and dirty nine months before no you. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I, I I don't know what your experience has been like, but I I I had a my my adoption experience has been amazing, and and then I eight years ago I found my biological mom. Oh wow! And That's and wonderful. and then about three years after that, I found my biological father. Um, so I I'm wow. in touch because yeah, because they were they were young when they had me, so they weren't together. Um, and yeah. Apparently, they recently, actually... recently he found his biological clock, and it's being taken. <laughs> <out of> the... <laughs> um, but I, I, what, I, I the thing... family too. Uh, like, how did you do yours? Did you do through, like ancestry or something? Uh, no, and I'll t- I'll tell you. But I want to just finish one point, and I'll, I'll answer sure, your sure. question. But um, the thing that's been really intriguing for me, and I've said this on the show. Listen to all of our our fans. I do need to say this real quick. This is a lot of like greatest hits episode basically at this point because we've told a lot of this stuff. But I I don't care, and I'm sure they don't mind it either. But still, this is anyway, kind of like the, this is kind of the episode in most like sitcoms would be like, "Hey, remember that time?" Like, the flat like, show, the clip show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I went from being an only child in my adopted family 
because I was the mm-hmm. only the only the only child, obviously. And then yeah. to the oldest of eight now. So that's Whoa. Yeah. So it's kinda neat to have and all none these None of them yeah. fucking want you. No, none of them want me, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um That's funny. So, so wait, so your your adoptive family got more kids, or you mean like your no, biological family by fi- that's how many Right, by finding my biological family. My mom has now you're yeah, my mom has three, and my father has four. So, and then, and then, if you oh, wow. put me in the mix, I'm I'm the eighth, the oldest of all. The of them. Old yeah. Of all wow, of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. So. I'm the oldest too, but uh, there's only there's four of them. I've got, but none of them have the same father. Okay, <laughs> so it's like I'm the only one with my DNA. Like, I mean, that's true for everybody, obviously, but like, no, I know what you mean. Like, I don't have any siblings. <laughs> Right, no, I, 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 similar to me. Right, I knew what you, I knew what you meant, Laura. I knew what you meant. Um, Some of those twins. I, I, Damn, I'm freaky twins. I'm kidding. I'm the, no, but I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat because like they were, they were young. They was, it was a teenage thing yeah. when they, when they got together and uh-huh. you know did the deed as Rico likes to put it. Um, and then I like to say they like to fuck. Well, that's it. <laughs> um, and then and then as teenage romances do, they if. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW fell apart and you know whatever and here i am but then they went off and had their lives and got married and had kids and all that so you know what i mean like you know they they went yeah. off and did it they and that's where ways. Yeah. right and that's where my my half siblings i guess technically come from because that's like you i'm the only one from that connection so right. um but you asked cool. how you asked the yeah. how and uh, I don't mind telling you, but I do also recommend we did a my youngest brother graduated from high school this year in 2020 during all this COVID stuff. So oh, wow. be, because we couldn't because I couldn't go travel, the family put together like a video package form. Like they had a bunch of people send in video clips and well, shit, I do this. So I called them up and I was like, can I get Rico on this? And we kind of treat it like Potescue. So we did like a two minute clean version of what we do for the package mm-hmm. and then oh, but i cool. but i wrote audio on the whole thing and then we continued to talk about the whole adoption thing for like an hour so there's that out there if you definitely want to go check call- it out oh, yeah i'll definitely check that out yeah yeah i, I think we called that family matters is that family what matters it? is what we called it yeah it's a bonus episode called family matters um but i i'll give you the long and short of it is i'm in new jersey i i've lived here my whole life i was i was actually born here too um, which is ironic because the family's from Vegas. But, um, and it's, it's always kind of been my joke that the reason I have a gambling problem is because I was conceived in Las Vegas and born in Atlantic City. So that's why I have a gambling problem. Oh, whoa. 
but um, they uh, New Jersey had a, a, a they passed a law or I guess an amendment or something back in 1998 that if you were born and adopted before a specific date and please don't ask me what the date is because I don't know it you're entitled to your adoption records if you were adopted through the state like. You can uh, okay. just yeah, you yeah. can just call. I, not I call. remember that I wasn't adopted through the state. I was through Catholic Charities, so okay. I didn't apply to me, unfortunately. Right. But yeah, I remember a bunch of that ha- those things happening around the country. Yeah. Recently. So I I was I was adopted through Dyfus through Family Services. So I just put in the application for the information, and it took them like eighteen months to get back to me. But they warned me that it would take that kind of you know length Mm -hmm. of time and it wasn't because it took them that long to find her it took them that long just to get to my fucking case by the time they it literally i think it i think the woman the woman who who actually did the research and found my biological mom i think i think it took her two weeks from the time she picked up my file to the time that they found her is is how long it took so it didn't take long it just the the the, like pretty quick yeah it was super fucking quick yeah and then And then it was just from there. And, and I, I don't mind telling the story, but it is on the episode, and I've, we've already kind of hashed that out. But, yeah. Right, right. No, um, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it myself because, uh, yeah, that's, I, I like hearing other people's adoption stories because I'm like, oh, that's just like, you know, I can relate to that on, you know. Yeah, and it's, oh, absolutely. And I, I feel the same way, Laura. So I would love to hear yours if you ever want to share it. But I, 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 the thing yeah. that I found really interesting about mine is that I feel like I'm the exception to the rule in terms of the fact that we all, we all get along. Cause a lot of times those don't, when they go, when you go and find, no, no, but when you go to find your biological, it doesn't always go well. It doesn't no, you're right. Go- I, I'm actually proof of that okay. myself. Cause it, it didn't, uh, um, well, I don't know. My, my biological mother's side, I met my grandmother and we got along, but she kind of felt like I was the, the long lost granddaughter, mm. but I don't feel that way. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I knew right where I was. I'm sorry. Right. right. I was happy. I was being raised. I had a family. I wasn't long lost. And um, and so that felt a little awkward for me. And it made me want to pull away some. And mm. so I was never that close with them. And then she died. And I know that my half-sister on that side she doesn't really care for me much. I think she really thought I was going to bring our mother back into her life. And apparently she was a like a drug dealer and... Mm. Uh, committed a lot of fraud even like in her kids names and stuff like that and yeah she wasn't like a great person it sounds like and uh and she was homeless down in georgia and so i've never met her um but i I think she passed away probably because i haven't i can't find any any sign of her anymore i'm sorry but uh i you know what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah i never never met her it's actually more heartbreaking that i just found my father in uh in march not march may when uh, I, I did get a DNA test and we had been talking online, like I had to go through the whole family tree thing and try and figure out who it was because he wasn't on any records or anything. And, uh, and she didn't name him. And she, she kept telling, telling me his name was Richard Richardson, which is like, okay, that's a lie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy's name. No one's named Richard Richardson. I mean, apparently there are people named Richard Richardson cause I looked them up, but <laughs> nobody here. But uh, I feel really bad for those people. Dick, Dick, Rick, Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, my, there's a family my, friend. My my my. See, I'm the other spectrum. I have a bunch of half siblings. I have, huh. you know, but I, but I was my my dad. My dad, you know, fucked a lot. Like <laughs> he believed you know? in spread the seed. That was. <laughs> 
my dad actually just like told me he's like we need more D Giorgios out there and I'm like where there's a, there's enough of us God there's a shortage <laughs> and um but he um yeah I'm the youngest of all my half siblings and like I've met my birth father and you know he, <laughs> it ain't all it's cracked up to be when you actually know your fucking parents sometimes so yeah yeah exactly so she was you know not that she was a disappointment or anything because it was just sort of like. I didn't really have much to expect like, cause I knew she was young and I, you know, I knew that she had given me up because, you know, she was too young and it was the seventies and you can't have, a, couldn't have an abortion anyway, even if you, she wanted one, you know, which, and then people like to ask me, you know, like, well, what if she had had an abortion? And I'm just like, well, I wouldn't know it, would I? Yeah, but <laughs> I'd be dead. Thanks for, I, I wouldn't question. have ever lived. I, who knows? But, uh, Anyway, so yeah, it was like I forgot I was going with us, you guys. Uh, you were talking about just the um, how it, the, the the flip side of my version, how it didn't go so well, and and all oh, right, yeah. So that didn't you know that didn't go real great. And uh, I know my my sister didn't didn't really like her, didn't doesn't like her mother like at all. And so she didn't like me because she thought I was just gonna like bring her back into the life and be all happy and whatever about it. And I was like, no, not really. Cause I, I don't need to invite that into my life either. Sure. You know, if she's still having those issues and stuff. And I, I assume she was, when she we was air homeless. this episode, are you going to pass this to your family, by the way? Like probably not. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I'm just, just Fair enough. curious. Um, I mean, it's all stuff that I've told that I've said, you know, I like, I didn't really know Christina and I'm always going to be grateful for who she was, you know, that she had me and gave me up. But you know, I, she wasn't my mom, you know, but, sure. you know, it did, it answered a lot of questions for me so far as my bipolar and things like that, though. That's definitely came from her. Um, but then recently, the other story was that my father, though, um, he actually, I, I found him and he lived here in St. Louis still. And it turns out that she had thought that Christine, my mother had thought that my father was uh, somebody else. And so she'd gone to that person and was like, you, you know, daughter. hey, here's, yeah. I'm pregnant with your kid. And he was like, the hell you are. <laughs> and he was right because my DNA pointed to this other guy. So she had no idea and he had no idea. It was a complete surprise to him. And uh, the thing is, is that uh, he got COVID and died in oh. October. So I, only oh. got to, I never got to meet him, even though he lived five minutes from my house. So, yeah, talking that, yeah, that was just, that's way more disappointing than finding out. That you know, my mother was passed away, or you know, a fraud, or whatever. That hurt way more because, like, he, I, I felt like I could have identified more with him because he, like, I didn't even realize how much stuff is really genetic until I like started talking to my biological family, and that blows my mind sometimes. Like, he was into music, and he was into all the same stuff that I was into, and it's just. Like I think that he would have been my my connection to my family, and now so, he's gone, and it really sucks. <laughs> it does, and I'm uh, first off, I, I think I speak for both of us to say we're we're both sorry that hear that that that's the case. Um, but I I you. you know if I can spin it around to make it a little happier for a minute, and not not <laughs> talking about you know how I'm so great and that kind of thing, but but to your point about <laughs> to your point your about better than my family. <laughs> but, to your point about <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I know, I know. But I mean, I I I was always curious about that nurture versus nature thing, right? And mm -hmm. then 
to your point, I'm I'm getting to experience that too. And like Rico will tell you, I'm a huge music fan. Like I I can talk music for hours. Like I and I yeah yeah fuck you, Rico. Um <laughs> and I get you know. And I thought that was a product of, in my adopted family, my grandmother being a concert violist, my father having a degree in cello, and my mom just being a huge music fan herself, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure does play a role. Like, I'm not dismissing yeah, any yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, the encouragement helps. Yeah. But my, but my biological father is a massive music fan and plays instruments oh. and has a studio in his home, like a recording studio oh. in his home. That he's never he's yeah. never he's never been anything famous, but he records music and he plays music and he you know what I mean like, and and I never met the guy. I technically I've never met him physically because life has just gotten in the way. But I at yeah. least connected with him like I do with Rico every week. We've done you know Facetime and stuff like that. But so I wonder how much of that that passion for music comes from from the nurture versus the nature. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. at the same time. I'm a pretty sarcastic motherfucker, and my <laughs> my mom my mom is too. But my biological mom is very sarcastic. So again, I start to wonder: like, did that come from the DNA, or does that come from you know growing yeah, up? Yeah, it's really surreal. Like, like, you wonder how much of your own personality you have control over. Right, You're and like, I, well, what what do I like? Because I like it. Versus what do I like? Because my DNA says I have to. Well, but see, and that's and 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 yeah. I mean, I get the point you're making, but here's the difference: like my my biological father and I both love music, but we both like very different styles of music. So while we both have mm-hmm. that passion for music, our our and we're not way off because we definitely have bands we both like too. But there are definitely yeah. we definitely go in different directions as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's it. So right. to your point. I think maybe that the love of music might be what's ingrained in the DNA, but then I get to pick what I like, and that's where the Nate. That's where the, the yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense because, um, like, yeah. So far as like art and drawing and stuff like that, like I like to draw and stuff, and sure. so did my biological mother. Uh, you know, but she did. She liked to do colored. Uh, no, she did uh, paint. She liked to paint, and I okay. like colored pencils. So, you know, it's sort of the same thing, you know, it's like we both love art and we do that thing, you know, we make art, but she just does it in her way and I do it in my way. Sure. And we both are passionate about it, though. So it's yeah, it's like it's kind of cool, though, to know that there's that connection without, you know. But yeah, without it being like predetermined, it's it's not set in stone. You can kind of. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I have very little with my fucking parents. It's so weird to hear this because I'm like thinking about like, what do I have in common with my mom? And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> not much. Like, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I probably have more with my dad because you know. Male I was gonna say you, is, you and Ron are a lot more similar than I think you give yourself credit for in in look, a lot Steph, of ways. You know, Steph actually said that she's like because I said like I think I act like my dad, and she's like, honey, if you if you act as much as if you were like your dad as much as you think i would not be with you <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i'd have kicked you out <laughs> you'd have been up for adoption <laughs> <laughs> i mean we i'm trying to like like my dad and i we sound similar but that's 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 nurture i mean i mm. you know heard how he says things and i said okay well that's just how shit sounds well, you know right. yeah but I I think the I way you guys butt heads though. Enough people would tell. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, just they butt heads a lot, and I think if you're gonna butt heads with somebody, you typically are similar. You know what I mean? Absolutely. True. I mean, my all all of the members of my dad's side of the family, we all kind of are similar in the way we talk. Like I have, I've said it before, I have resting bitch voice because <laughs> I just I have like that shitty tone that kind of comes off like it's arrogant and superior. Like what I'm saying is. Like, like, wow, you're just an idiot. Why did you say that? But, but, it, <laughs> but it's not at all intentional. And it's just the way it sounds. It's just, it's yeah. just, I kind of just have that fucking, like, I have an East Coast voice, but I grew up in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Hmm. Because my, confusing. Dad, <laughs> my dad is from Massachusetts, but I've been uh. raised in Oakland. So I have like a very, very slight, like, Massachusetts accent because I thought fuck it, like you know I'll drop my R's every once in a while but it, it kind of askewed <laughs> my fucking you know brain like even the word what like what yeah what what is, what is, is, what <laughs> in, in my family we say what in a it, it's the most condescending what you fucking piece <laughs> of shit why'd you say it like that and like no that's just we're we just don't know what you said because we're all deaf like we're all hard of hearing because we're italian and we fucking yell at each other we talk with our fucking hands and that that's all it is italians were the first fucking deaf people as far as i'm concerned <laughs> they gotta yell for everybody to hear them that's, that's um, not funny because i why? thought i was italian for a long time because just of who i am i'm loud and kind of boisterous and i use my hands a bunch and uh, it turns out I'm like all German. I'm so much German. I'm like 55% German or something. Mm. And there's like 1% Italian way down there at the bottom. I'm like, so, how did that even happen? Like my biological grandparents' last name is Cacciatore. It's like about as Italian as you can get. But all the DNA I got was all the German stuff. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I've never done the DNA, so I can't, I can't give it to that breakdown like you're talking about. But I know what... Mm what they tell me they are in terms of percentages, right? Uh-huh. So just speaking, and I only bring this up because of the the, the examples you gave, because I think it's ironic. I was raised in a German-Irish family. That's the family mm-hmm. I was adopted into. But I'm, even even with the mixture of both of them, I'm like 80 to 85% Italian, like 15 <laughs> or like 10% Greek, and then like a, a mutt. For the remaining percentage, you know what I mean of huh. like of like Western Europe, like it's like yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of Polish, a little bit of English, a little bit of Welsh, you know, like yeah, um, <laughs> but it, Caucasia, it's, right, exactly. So <laughs> you know, it, but it's so funny because Rico, since Rico's found that out about me, he's constantly like, "Will you just release your inner Dago already and get this over <laughs> with?" Like it's it's been kind of. It's because every time I see him really pissed off, I'm like, there it is. Like, where the fuck have you been? And, and, but, but he never fucking brings it out on people who fucking deserve it. He's just like, like we, we try to be Switzerland as much as possible with our show and with the business and with other people. But like, we will also complain the fuck about people. Like, just be like, oh God, like that was an awful episode. That fucking person sucks. I'm like, we should just tell them. He's like, and we're both like, no, like uh, we should just let it go. I, I do want to stress right now, Laurie, you will not fall into that conversation. I promise. <laughs> You're right. Huh? I'm not saying you have to love football. 
We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. No. Um, (laughs) Trust me. You're talking about me like, God, she just never shut up. No, 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 no. (laughs) You clearly have not listened to enough Mm -mm. Potoskew because Mm -mm. you think you're the one. Because we, me specifically, don't shut up. I was told, and, and it's, I have to say this just because it's not even, a, it used to use this as a bit of a dig at Rico, but I'm only saying this because of what the, the, he just said. But the first, like, 20 to 25 episodes of the show, the biggest feedback we would get, that I would get, is that you sound like a guest on your own show. Because Rico would just talk. Oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that so. funny? I was like, that hurt. Like, when he, oh, when, he when he when he told me that, I was like, Okay, like I'll, uh, I understand that, and then we, there was a noticeable change where like I, I would let him talk, and he's like, Rico, why aren't you saying anything? And I'm like, fuck you, make up your mind. Well, because yeah, well, I, because here's the thing, I just that's can't what, win. Well, that's the thing, Laura. Like people, and this kind of, you know, I kind of want to start wrapping down a little bit, but I want to bring it back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, it, that's what other people said. And we appreciate all the feedback we get, whether it's positive, negative, whatever. We we like getting feedback because it helps yeah. the show and ourselves grow, right? You know, so exactly, we yeah. don't mind that. Um, so even though that's the feedback we got, and I, I mean, I went back and I listened, and I, I could hear where they were getting that perspective from, but I never viewed it that way. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I was, yeah. you know, and it's your show, right? And and <laughs> I, I feel one. like. I feel like I do enough on it and, and enough talking on it. And, and also, it depends on the topic. There are some topics that Rico's a lot more knowledgeable on than I am. And that's just mm-hmm. what it is. And the other thing about the show, Lauren, you'll find this kind of interesting, I hope, is that <laughs> like I when we started this, Rico was way more the movie person than I am. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't... I don't... No, it's just a fact. I'm not... There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a fact. But I... I have learned to watch movies differently than I used to in in a positive way so that I can be more interactive on the show. So much like we were growing right. that rapport between us because we never really interacted, I also had to like grow that skill set of watching a movie, analyzing the movie the way that we do for the show and and breaking it down and noticing things that I don't notice when you just put a movie on to sit down and have some popcorn. Do you know what I mean? Like right. the, actually very... critical thinking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So like yeah. So early on I didn't have that skill developed yet. So it allowed for Rico to do more of the talking because he had more information to provide and there was nothing wrong with that. You know, so but it was it was just feedback we got, and it was a nice was thing from babbling on, right? And it was just a nice yeah. thing to 
tease him about, and that's why I brought it up. But it, it, <laughs> you know, so um, listen. Was, go ahead, Rico. Yeah, go. Ahead. The the only time it hurt was when he was critical of the movie Halloween. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. That's, is that one of your favorites? It's one of his. It's one of my favorites. Well, yeah, and yeah. For, for Halloween, we I asked because I was about to see the new Halloween. I said, you should watch the original Halloween. You like John Carpenter. You've never seen Halloween. I think it's a horror movie you can handle. It's not It's not bloody. It's not gory. And it's, it's kind of a moody fucking good flick. And I'm really curious of your take on it. And we and I and he's like, all right, I saw Halloween. I'm like, don't fucking tell me. Let's do it on the air. Let's let's you know. I wanna... <laughs> and he was, I was like, so did so, you like yeah, Halloween? So, wait, wait, he's like, so... no, worst fucking movie I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, we oh, cra- no. we cracked the mic, and he's, he's like, we cracked the mics, and he's like, so dude, what did you think? And I'm like, worst fucking movie ever. I. I laughed my ass off through most of it because of how stupid it was. And, and I was like, wait, you, wait, you must have seen the Rob Zombie one. I was like, nope, nope, the fucking 1978 fucking young-ass Jamie Lynn. I was like, okay, we can't fucking be friends, like, anymore. Like, I'm fucking, like, we did <laughs> we all this rehearsing. Of, yeah, we did all this pretending to be fucking friends. And I'm like, it was just a waste of fucking effort at this point. Like, <laughs> I mean, there, there are two episodes where Rico legit start. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Three episodes where Rico legit starts to get angry during the episode that I can think of, and that's one of them without question. You can hear oh, wow. the ang- yeah. like he he does a great job of not being shitty by all means. He 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 remains professional, and we have the episode and we complete it. But you can I I knew him well enough at that point that you can tell. The the anger is building <laughs> as the conversation went on. Oh man, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I will not talk smack about Halloween. No, no. <laughs> see, I, I already know that you're not a horror fan. But if I said you should watch it, you'd be like, "Look, it was not for me." I'll be like, "That's fine." But saying it was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen, I'm like, "You've not wait, seen wait, enough." See, that's not exactly constructive. Yeah. The other thing is we have we have a show to put on. No, and I I broke down why I was able to start saying this okay. and this and this it wasn't and this. Just no, and but we also have a show to put on. So I'm not just going to be like meh. Like I I'm going to sit here and give you know and and which is what you did do the first thirty fucking episodes, which is why I was always talking. Yeah. It, it, well, it's true because I had to build a skill set. You know what I mean? But I'd be anyway, like, hey man, we're gonna we're gonna talk about fucking you know the Avengers today. What do you think of the Avengers? You're like meh. I'm like fuck you. We 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 got a fucking show to do, bitch. No, we no the Avengers one. We talked the Avengers one. We talked for four hours. Don't even do that. Um, but you know, um, like I said, I want to kind of start wrapping down. Not because I'm not Speaking enjoying the conversation. For four hours. Let's wrap, let's, let's wrap this yeah. shit up. Um, Laura, <laughs> we brought you on. Well, to how long have we been talking? About two hours and ten minutes now. Nice. Um, we right. we brought you on to to kind of let you clear some of the air on the the world of Kevin Smith stuff. Um, and not not just for that. We also wanted to get your your you know insights about being on reboot. So thank you for those as well. Um, but I, I do want to ask you, because it is your situation, do you feel like it was covered enough? Do we need to, to touch on that anymore? Do you feel like we, we hit what you need to hit with that? or? Uh, I mean, it's kitty cat. Sorry. <laughs> Rico's being distracting. He does that. Um, yeah. He's got a kitty. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think I, I think we pretty much covered it. You know, okay. I, mean, I want to stress that I don't have any hard feelings, really. I mean, kind of. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of have some hard feelings only because I did really love that place. I love doing that. And I, I, and I do miss it. But on the other hand, I have gotten used to not having it in my life. And my family is happier because I'm not like stressed over people, you know, talking shit and not talking to me and not communicating. And, you know, he, for them, it's better, you know, can, but so, you know, I've kind of moved on. It's basically I, what it is. I've moved on without trying to I put word, without trying to put words in your mouth. Can I try to summarize that a little bit for you? Cause I think I can yeah, help yeah. you a little bit. Um, you don't you don't have any hard feelings to the to the group as a whole. You have hard feelings to some specific people involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a good way to put it. Because yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely got nothing to do with the group in whole. Like I know uh, Jordan Monsanto is now one of the admin over there and stuff. Oh, is she? I didn't. I don't think I knew she that. Is. Okay. Yeah. So that's in case somebody doesn't know, that's that's uh, Jason Muse's wife, and yeah. she's like. Oh, we this... we we've talked Jordan quite a bit. Jordan. They all know. Oh, Jordan, yeah. um, so very, very quick story because I know we said we want to wrap up for my for my 40th birthday this past. Shut fuck you, here you go. For yeah, my 40th talks a lot. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> for my 40th birthday this past year, I was I had just lost my job, not because of COVID. Actually, I'd lost it before COVID was a thing, and I was turning 40, and then COVID started to to be a thing. And so I sent a tweet out to Kevin and I just said, hey, Kev, I'm having kind of a shit year. These are the things that have happened. If you could just wish me a happy birthday, I would consider that a victory for the year. And that's all I was looking for was for him to be like, hey, man, happy birthday. You know, and I would have been like, cool. Yeah, he, just he, uh, lift me. Yeah, He, lift me he doubled down. He hit me up. He's like, I can't give you a job as much as I would love to. But... <laughs> I am going to send you something, DM Jordan, and get give her your information. Wow. And oh, that's so amazing. Yeah, and he sent me a signed copy of his Hit Girl graphic novel that, oh, that, wow. said, that said, Happy 40th birthday, CJ, love you, Kevin Smith. And it's signed. Wow, and, personalizing everything. Yeah. And that's so cool. That was above and beyond. Like I would have been, I would have been cool if he sent one of those raw tubes that he was sending to everybody. Like I did, I I didn't. I got mine. I'm still mad about that. Well, (laughs) I can't speak that, but but like, (laughs) but it allowed me to interact with Jordan on a personal level a little bit. We had some conversation. It wasn't just like, "What's your address?" Okay, I'm gonna go away now. Like we talked Mm -hmm. a little bit back and forth. She is, I don't know where as well as say, you know, like like cat ears, but she was super fucking nice, super sweet, and. You know, it it just it just it revived my faith in Kev as an individual, and we're we're you know we're just happy. To, I I still to this day am happy that we're inspired by him. I think we've grown past him in terms of what Potaskew has become, but mm-hmm. but you know our roots and our 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 origination will always lie there. And and in the world of Kevin yeah. Smith, to tie it back, because again, if that group doesn't exist. Rico and I don't you guys meet. Have met. Yeah. So, and we technically haven't met. I mean, this is as close to well, meeting as we've gotten. But yeah, you know, but this this show doesn't originate. So, um, I'm I'm glad that you're doing better though, Laura. Like, yeah, you know, what, when I, I came to terms with it, and I just yeah. I told myself I uh I don't really need the groups to be a Kevin Smith fan. No. So, you know, I 
I'm still Kevin's fan. I'm still, you know, out there making shit for him and, and, you know, I don't know. I'm just out here being me. All, and, all, uh, you, yeah. all you need is that and pot and you're good. <laughs> and pot you, You're good. Yes, from now um, on. Yeah, no, but, you know, I, I'm glad you got this airier side, um, you know, and as I say, a lot of the time, and I think Rico, you'll back me up, you know, consider yourself a friend of the show at this point, and if we can ever help you out, you know, let us let us know. This is how this is how we get fans. We have them be on the fucking show, yeah. and <laughs> you collect them one by one. Yeah, that's exactly right. We got like we got a hundred fucking blah 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 episodes, and that means we still only have like four friends. One one <laughs> one hundred twenty-eight as of this recording. Yeah, that's not bad. One hundred twenty-eight episodes. Yeah, one hundred twenty-eight, and every then. Week. And then I think it's uh, 44 pieces of extra material. Yeah. Like bonus material. Yeah. So basically, Laura, you got to catch, catch the fuck up. Yeah, yeah I do. I'm like way behind. You should also, if, if, if you're ever available, our, our live stream, because we don't plug it enough, Rico. I realize that. We need to start plugging that more. Um, every Friday, we're, we're on a thing called Get Vocal. It's a, it's a live stream. It's, it's YouTube-esque, except you can join in as, as audience members and, and hang out with us and be on okay. camera and talk. And we do it every Friday from 8 to 10. So Cool. Yeah. If you don't feel like being on camera, you could just be in the chat room. Yeah, there's a chat room, so if you don't want to be on camera, you can just stay in chat room <laughs> and community. No, no, but there's plenty of people to come that don't want to be on camera that just come hang out in yeah, the yeah. chat room with us. So, well, I had to put a bra on for you guys, so you know. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> um, Laura, but before we let him swing. Before. <laughs> Before we wrap this thing up, is there anything else that you would like to plug or or say or whatever before we we say goodnight? I'm gonna look at my notes here real quick. Notes? Look at she's got she's more prepared than notes. we are. We don't come with notes. Well, I like I literally I have a shitty memory, so yeah, I was like, no, no is there anything I want to talk about? Yeah, no, I mean, I really think, I mean, I I do want to stress that I do wish the the talks well. Like, I've never wished ill on the group at all. And I really want to make sure people understand that because it was never, I never wanted people to attack the group. I never wanted any of that. You know, I just, I didn't feel like I was being accepted or wasn't being respected is what it was in, mm. as an admin. And so I felt cornered and I backed, you know, I backed out and, you know, but I never wanted it to go this way. So, but it did, and here we are, and I'm I'm just going to move on now, and I'm glad that I have this way to be like, this is the closure. And so I appreciate you guys for giving me that opportunity. I really I really am. So absolutely. Thank and, you. And, and yeah. con- no, absolutely. And consider us a platform for anything if you have a project and you're working on something or you're going to be in another film after all this COVID crap's over and you want to plug yeah. it, you know, let us know for sure. Um, we're always, we're always here to help our friends and, and we like doing it. We really do. So, and, and I would say that you, like I said earlier, you fall into the category of a show friend. So as, as a show friend, you will see how we typically do this. So Rico, what's the last word, my friend? What was the sound that was heard when CJ and I met each other? Twox. Wait, what CJ? You want me to say what? You want me to keep talking after we were talking for how many goddamn hours? Let's leave these poor people alone, okay? Fine. CJ wants me to do a proper closing, but I'm not going to say the same shit that he's always said for every goddamn other episode. If you don't like it, you can blame his ass.
Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Or you could simply Google us. Though, if you're listening to this message, you probably did do that. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew. I am at Rance Rico. And CJ is at M underscore Blade. Don't ask me why. I still don't know. Some secrets are best left alone. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. If you want or need some good art, hit him up at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. It's worth it. You can help a starving artist today. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Levins for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel dash lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And finally, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I that you guys have prioritized your time listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Now, since I still have your attention, I think you have all been missing one of the best parts of every episode. The damn it. So therefore, you all have to listen to the damn it. Think of it as a MCU bonus credit scene. There, that fucking better? Before we get started, I have to go backstage and take care of some very important director-type things. But as soon as I get back, man, we gonna make some movie magic together! Damn it! bundling your home and auto in sports three goals is a hat trick and when you bundle your home and auto with progressive you get a hat trick of great savings and round the clock protection so you might be thinking wait that's two things a hat trick is three but in this metaphor great savings counts as two goals and so does round the clock protection so it's like four goals and that's more than three it's basic math Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.